Yeah, we're we're simulcasting this on Bitcoin Magazine's uh, t- YouTube and Twitter Spaces on Bitcoin Magazine's channel and my YouTube channel, Richard Hart. Um, Jesus. Yeah. So maximum reach, maximum impact. I believe the first question is, what was the difference between uh, between Bitcoin and crypto? I think first, you know, for you guys, we're just jumping in, right? We just mm-hmm. start talking. Cool. So, you know, some of you guys might not know me. Um, I was the premier Bitcoin maximalist for quite a long time. I said wonderful things about Bitcoin, terrible things about everything else. And it was awesome when everything else sucked. And there's still a lot of things that suck. So right before I hopped on the stream, I had to send a tweet about a $600 million exploit that just happened on something called the Ronin Bridge. Maybe a month or two ago or three months ago, there was an exploit on a Solana Bridge where $300 million was stolen. Uh, you know, I'm tweeting about hacks and exploits in uh, cryptocurrency constantly and all the time. And so uh, I'm one of Bitcoin's, uh, I guess you could say, biggest promoters from the past. I promoted Bitcoin when it was maybe $2,000, $3,000, predicted the $20,000 Christmas, called the top on the day then and have it documented. You can go to richardhart.com and see my timestamp Twitter posts. And I don't make very many calls. I make very few calls. I think in the last couple of years, I made one call when I called the top again on the day again at 65,000. And that top call has been in profit every single day except one for the last 11 and a half months. So while everyone else is telling you about $100,000 Bitcoin, a million dollar Bitcoin, I'm telling you the top is in and I'm 100% right and they're 100% wrong. And sometimes we have to revisit history and see who was right and who was wrong so we can allocate people's attention spans properly. I'm also one of the only people in the world to make Bitcoiners exclusively, only Bitcoiners, very, very wealthy by giving them free coins. I've given over $500 million of value exclusively to Bitcoin holders because I allowed them to mint hacks for free. And over 311,000 Bitcoin was used to claim their free hacks. And that Bitcoin's worth something like, I don't know, $18 billion now, something like that. And so, and now the hacks that they got for free after a 66% dip is worth half a billion dollars. And uh, six months ago, it would be worth $1.5 billion that I gave through the sweat of my labor for free to Bitcoin holders. And so it's funny to me as a person that enriches Bitcoin holders, gives them millions of dollars of free money, calls the top on the day, multiple cycles, calls the bottom. I called the 60K top years ago before the halvening in Malta. Uh, I get people to take their keys off of exchanges so that they have self-sovereignty, so they don't have Mt. Gox coming from them. Oh, and by the way, Mt. Gox will be handing out those Bitcoin for sale at some point, 140,000 of them, which is about, I don't know, a lot of money. What's, what's 140,000 times uh, 50 grand? A lot of money. $7 billion, maybe? $7 million. No, $7 billion with B. They got 140,000 Bitcoin. I'll just do it in calculator real quick. Calc, 50K times 140, one, two, three. Sorry. You're, you're right. I forgot the thousand. Yeah, it's I think it's seven billion. So, you know, if people would listen to me and remove the counterparty risk, which was Bitcoin was invented to do and Bitcoin was invented to get rid of middlemen. But Bitcoiners suck middleman D all day, every day because they don't have a choice. If you want to earn yield on your Bitcoin, for instance, Mr. Svetsky, I did a little bit of debate prep. I uh, watched the interview with him and a guy named BitBoy. He says that he can't sell his Bitcoin. He's got it locked up for how long? How long did you say you have your Bitcoin locked up for? 
let me unmute both things. Uh, pro I mean, there's not a time limit to it, but I've done it in such a way that it's extraordinarily difficult for me to get access to my Bitcoin probably for the next 10 or 20 years. Well, I mean, I can show you how to use Bitcoin better if you want. There's a function called check lock time verify, and you can lock yeah. up your Bitcoin and not have to worry about it at all because you won't be able to touch yeah. it at all. Yeah, I looked at that. But at the time, like I set it up in such a way that now for me to go back and do that is just really difficult. So it's 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 well stored. So I'm pretty happy with the setup at the moment. It's it's not ideal. Could be better. But I, I got nice. I got great news for you. So what he did, you might be able to consider smart. Delaying gratification and spending more time in the market is better than trying to time the market. And if you have a product that has product market fit, like Bitcoin has, you're very likely going to do better holding on to it than trying to call tops and bottoms because almost no one can do it, which is why I brag about it. Because literally no one else calls top of the day. Just me. Nobody else. So now imagine you could do what he just suggested, which if more people did it, imagine you bought Bitcoin at a dollar. And instead of selling it at 10 or 100 or 1,000, you held it to 70,000. Boy, you'd have so much more money. There'd be so much more millionaires in the world, Bitcoin millionaires. But imagine- Richard, I hate to interrupt you, but you just yeah. have to unmute on spaces real quick. Sorry. Thank you. Hey, my pleasure. I, I need the help. So um, imagine that instead of delaying gratification as he has, which I assume has absolutely no yield because he probably doesn't like counterparty risk. Is that accurate? You're not, you're not making any yield on those frozen coins? Correct. Correct. Okay. I invented something that allows you to do exactly the same thing that you want to do, which is delay gratification, keep your dirty hands off of the most performant asset class in the history of mankind, except you make yield the entire time with absolutely no counterparty risk. People have lost hundreds of millions and billions of dollars to counterparty risk. I just told you that Mt. Gox trustee in Japan is going to hand out for sale to people 140,000 Bitcoin, used to be 180,000 Bitcoin. What happened to the other 40,000 Bitcoin? He sold them and market dumped in December, he market dumped January, February, March of 2018, murdered the price by dumping those Bitcoin. And now those Bitcoin are worth more. So why did that happen? Because you don't have on-chain exchanges with Bitcoin. So you have to suck middleman D. You got Bitcoin, what can you do with it? You want to earn yield? You can either not earn yield, as Mr. Svetsky's done, or you can give it to a counterparty and beg that you get your money back. And oftentimes you do not. Oftentimes you do not get your money back. Mt. Cox went out of business, stole everybody's money. Quadriga CX went out of business, stole everybody's money. Cryptopia went out of business, stole everyone's money. BTCE got shut down by the government. A lot of people got jacked. Uh, $600 million seized by the Polish government from Finex. They had to issue a token to try and make the difference up, which they did. Uh, we see time and time and time again, people chasing yield and being destroyed by counterparty risk. And I designed the things to save these people. I gave you a coin for free, over half a billion dollars of valuation now that you could lock up and earn interest. And guess what? There's no, there's a hundred percent perfect flawless operation for two and a half years now. And it's outperformed the Bitcoin price and it's outperformed the Ethereum price from their hardest to compete against times when they very first launched. And if you compare them from when we launched, it's even easier. We totally murder them. You used to be able to buy one hex for less than a Satoshi. It went up a thousand fold, a thousand times. You could have multiplied your Bitcoin stack a thousand fold and then it dipped. And now it's only worth uh, 300 times as much. So we're only up 300 X versus Bitcoin in the last two and a half years with a hundred percent perfect flawless operation. Guess who doesn't have a hundred percent perfect flawless operation? Bitcoin doesn't.
Bitcoin.org was hacked just a couple months ago, and I had to do an emergency live stream to try and save Bitcoiners from the scam that was on the front page of Bitcoin.org. Did Satoshi do a live stream to save Bitcoiners? No, I did. Did Satoshi give you any free coins? No, I did. By the way, as far as free coins go, you know, everybody on Ethereum is getting a copy of every single coin on that entire network because I, through the set of my labor and my effort, am giving everyone a free copy of every single coin on the Ethereum network for free on a new network. You just literally point your MetaMask to a different server and your all coins are all sitting there. And it's been working great for months on testnet. And within the next month, we probably go to mainnet. And what are you getting for free as a Bitcoiner? You're not getting nothing. You know how, many free, how much free money there is in the Ethereum ecosystem? One inch, free. Uni, free. Gitcoin, free. Apecoin, free. Hex, you guys, the only guy that hooked you guys up was me. I'm the only guy that hooked Bitcoiners up. Ethereum guys didn't get free Hex, but now they're getting everything copied. So like, I got a list of, <laughs> I got a list that's so long about why the things I've built make the world a better place. I, mean, I just don't want to dominate the conversation. I feel like Alex should get to talk some, so I'm going to give him an opportunity to do some talking here. All right, I'll jump in. Um, I mean, I guess for all the people who got a bunch of free shit, you know, I assume they're thankful. So I guess that's a that's a good thing in that sense. Um, but I mean, you mentioned making the world a better place um, because you're giving or helping people get free stuff. I mean, I, I don't know if that makes the world a better place. Um, I would argue that that makes the world a softer, weaker. More I got my Bitcoin place. for free. I double clicked an EXE in my computer and Satoshi gave it to me for free. It was great free mem on ramping to get new users addicted. And that's how Fantastic. they got my money. I used to mine full Bitcoin blocks yourself. on my own. Unmute yourself. I'm working on it. I used to mine full Bitcoin blocks on my own with no pool and get 50 Bitcoin every once in a while into my computer mining on GPU. And then it yeah, went away. And it helped bootstrap the network. Well done. That's right. Yeah. And now guess what happens? Now it's totally centralized. You have to suck D to mine Bitcoin. You got to go to a hardware manufacturer. Totally you have to go to a hardware manufacturer that's definitely not in America and beg them, hey, can you please send me a Bitcoin miner kind of on time and not spend too much time, quote, testing it? Because the first two weeks are 50% profit of the entire lifetime of the machine because the difficulty is always shooting through the roof. Can you please test my machine a little bit less long so that I can That's try also and incorrect ROI because I, I I mine with an S9. That's gonna mute yourself on spaces. I was gonna say it's kind of incorrect because I still mine with an S9 and it you know I mean although it earns fuck all you know there's something there so I, uh, so no but I just is, said I mean, that the profit is front loaded because the difficulty is going up. This is mathematically sure, proof. But, but this is not but debatable. That that's that's reaching a um. It's uh, centralized well, at least dog shit. If you want to mine Bitcoin, you have to suck middleman D. Period. You're not even allowed to do it in China. It's illegal. And you were almost banned from doing and it in the EU two it weeks China, ago. Which is hilarious. Okay, I'm going to step I would in not... right now. I'm, I'm going to step in right now. The original question was to define the difference between Bitcoin and well, crypto. We're going to go back. I, I, I'm, I'm actually going to say, let's fuck the original question because I actually have a question for, um, I, for Richard. I think it's better if me and him just talk, bro. I like conversations. Yeah, so, so, yeah. Richard. So here's, here's my question for you, though. Is like, you, you've just noted all these things. And so what I'm curious about is like, why do you do what you do? Like, I, I get the money part, you know, you're rich as fuck now. Um, you know, you, you, but like, you know, money is a means. It's not an end. So, so this is like, I, I'm actually curious to get into that. It's like, why, what's your driver? What's your motivation? Cause like, as you said, I mean, you were, you were one of the, like when I was early in Bitcoin and you know, when I say early, like I'm a class of 2016, like I watched your takedown of Roger Ver in 2017. It was the fucking greatest thing I ever seen. Like it's still for me, one of the best videos. 
So you were like, you know, one of the most eloquent, you know, at least in my eyes, like Bitcoiners at the time. But but then you kind of, and you know, don't take this the wrong way, but in my mind, like you went full retard, like you 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 went straight off the fucking rails, and it was kind of like, I don't know, like you were, you 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 got pissed off that Bitcoin crashed, and you know, you thought that you were gonna get fucking rich, and then you know, <laughs> then that didn't happen. So instead, you decided to roll mm. your own shitcoin and you know, create something like, so, so that's, that's my perception. So, so tell me like, why, what's the driver behind why you're doing what you're doing? Because it can't be just like this idea of, I just want to make, you know, you know, you're not Jesus Christ, you know, out here sacrificing yourself to make people fucking rich. Like, so what's the driver for you? I am so glad you asked that. As a matter of fact, that question is so good. People are going to think that I paid you to ask that. Uh, hi, I'm Richard Hart. I'm the best human being in this entire industry. So, I'll just give you some proof of that real quick. Uh, if you scroll back to my oldest YouTube videos, long before I ever mentioned crypto to anybody publicly, I get people to stop smoking, stop drinking, stop gambling, stop trading, uh, drink more water, be healthier human beings. I've published multiple self-help books for free that you can go download at t.me forward slash sci I have received thousands of emails from people whose lives I have saved. I've also raised 27 million dollaronis for medical research to save your life. So as far as people in cryptocurrencies go, I'm basically like a god. So even people that hate me, I get money raised to save their lives. People that have their coins on exchange and get wrecked trading, I save their lives. I get them to delay gratification. On the Bitcoin chart, you know what you see? You see a lot of wicks to the upside with liquidated shorts. Those are people whose lives are destroyed. There's no wicks to the upside in the hex chart because there's no that, place to short cool. it, so there's no liquidation. The market cleaning up, you know, all that kind of shit is perfectly normal. Like that kind of stuff. No, in destroying a, in a people's lives is not good. Uh, no, no, no. People who play with fire, unless they get burnt, they do not nope. learn. No, so it's not true. Remove, so, so that 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 what you're talking about there is basically a central <clears throat> banker's idea of we remove the pain receptor so that people never feel the pain of making poor decisions. If someone is stupid enough to make a fucking poor decision, like go 100x long on Bitcoin trying to get rich quick, which the premise of that idea in the first place is fucking wrong. Like the whole point of accumulating wealth is to add some value to life, not sit on a fucking computer and jerk off while you're fucking placing longs on BitMEX. Like that is not adding any value to fucking society. So as a result, the market cleans out those people who came to get fucking rich quick. So, you know, there's a yeah, saying in markets, which is, you know, bears get rich, bulls get rich and pigs get slaughtered. So, so that kind of stuff is perfectly natural. It's a good thing. No, no, you're just, no, bro. You're just not a good teacher is the difference. Okay. I took home economics when I was in school and they taught me that when you're cooking, you turn the pan handle away from where you're walking. So you don't walk by it and bump it and burn the living crap out of your leg and have hot oil and a mutated leg for the rest of your life. And when I would teach home economics, if I were to, I would teach kids not to burn their legs off. But with your type of bad education style, you think the only way to teach people is from them getting wrecked. And I assure you it's not the case. We live in a world right now where the majority of advertising for cryptocurrency is to get the users destroyed. Totally, totally. And this 100%. is something we actually agree on. Yep. This is something we agree on. So, so agree. You, you know, like I had every opportunity, for example, like a little bit more background on me. You know, I built a Bitcoin business and it was a Bitcoin only business. And I've foregone probably millions of fucking dollars in 
you know, sponsorships and shitcoiner money and God knows how much in terms of potential profits from enabling people to fucking gamble between shitcoins. But we didn't do that. All we did was enable people to just simply swap their shitcoin dollars into Bitcoin, mm -hmm. which is effectively what people should be doing as opposed to going out there trying to fucking earn yield. Like the whole yield market especially is just the symptom of a diseased fucking world in which people think that they should be making money for nothing. Like that, 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 that mm. concept is fundamentally wrong. No, it's it, not. It really is. It's it not. Is. It, it, it saving used to be. is what people should be doing. Saving it's is not, what people. No, but doing. saving is only as useful as someone can deploy the saving. Like, so. And that's the thing. No, 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 no. It's that. That's actually false because not everybody should be deploying their savings. People should be saving and then deploying it when they need it. No, but so what? Like, what saving does is enables them. So this is the last thing I'll say. Then I'll let you go. But saving enables people to plan for the future. So it lowers uncertainty across time. So if, when if they what you were that, saying was true, you would, have dis you would have disproved capital efficiency in lending markets. It's not the case. Some people are better at allocating capital than other people, which is why That's we have C-level executives and which is why dumb, dumb noobs are actually prevented from doing whatever they want with their money, which is why we have accredited investor laws. Because when we didn't have accredited investor really, laws, accredited people investor would get- Really, accredited investor laws are a great idea, are they? I'm not telling you that they're a great idea. I'm telling you why they were created. It's so easy in the libertarian mindset to forget how we ended up with all these over-restrictive laws. The reason we have too many laws and over-restricted laws is because the government keeps appealing to good excuses and the people are too stupid to see through the quote, good excuse. So I give yeah, an example. But then what it does is it creates a cushion for morons to keep doing the thing no, that they shouldn't be there's doing. Only, there's only three ways that you can solve the people getting scammed problem. There's only three ways and I have the best way. I'm going to tell you the two ways that suck. Create a scam. <laughs> to create things that are awesome, that use the same tactics scams use so that you can outcompete the scams. There's a big difference. Force multipliers are, are not intention. They multiply force. You can use a firearm to save people or you can use a firearm to harm people. You can use martial arts to save people or you can use martial arts to harm people. And you could use powerful marketing techniques. I dress like a clown because it's effective. I don't dress like a clown because I particularly just love advertising other people's brands over my own. I'm leeching other brands that have already spent hundreds of years developing brand loyalty to pivot their customers into things that could save their lives. Very tactically efficient with what I do, which is why Hex went up over a million percent in, over, in 623 days. A million percent before staking. If you'd staked, you'd be up two million percent, two and a half. It was another inflation bug, which means print as if, much if Bitcoin gonna make, as you if, want. If you're going to make a if you're going to make a point about a force multiplier, don't try and conflate that hex is a competitor to Bitcoin. Because it is, as far as I understand. It is really yes. So so you believe it, that the world at some point is going to converge upon hex as a standard of money that the world no, should operate. On. You're looking at a big S curve staring you at the face with elongated cycles and, and limp dick pumps. You, you got basically negative returns annually right now. My Rolexes have outperformed you. All the meme stocks have outperformed you. All the coins have outperformed you. You're holding the top of an S adoption curve. Do you know what happens after the top of the S adoption curve? Everything just goes flat, man, which is why your returns are flat. You're not early. You know how old Bitcoin is? Bitcoin's 12 or 13 years old now. You're not early, bro. You're late. Correct. And in that's the reason your gains cycle. are going to continue to suck. And your roadmap sucks too. When I used to defend Bitcoin, a block size increase was on the roadmap from Blockstream. Bitcoin Core, Blockstream, literally had a Bitcoin block size increase on the roadmap. Did we ever get it? No. And I fought for UASF and I fought it. for Neo2x. No, but we should have got it because computers got faster and yeah, throughput got faster. 
Not at all. Yes, they Not did. That, that, that's, that's, I mean, that doesn't matter. Like all of that is irrelevant. So, the, like, the so everything in the Bitcoin. world gets faster and more throughput except Bitcoin because it's a magical Correct. exception. It can't make no, no, progress. No, it, no, no, no. Bitcoin is, Bitcoin's making perfect progress. I well, mean, it's not. you know, but, yes, Bitcoin continues. Like here's the thing, the world around us is crumbling. Looking at what chart? Due to, what chart are you looking at that's showing you Bitcoin's killing at, it? Have a look at wokeism. Have a look at fucking. Yeah, that's all censorship. terrible. We agree. Have on a that. look at. We agree on wokeism. So the whole world is collapsing around us. I agree so with Bitcoin all that. It's like this heartbeat that remains yeah, consistent. That had its run. Bitcoin had its, its run. Had its run. Bitcoin's <laughs> early days, man. Bitcoin's gonna have its real run. <laughs> Dude that bought thirteen-year-old bag that just got here is like, yo, I didn't buy the top. It's, I called the top of the day. You did not. You probably like you probably dollar cost averaged into the top on the day. Like. I'm I, telling I you, as a person that knows more about Bitcoin day. than you, like I'm trying you to save to you, man. More about Bitcoin. No, no, no. You're you're trying to frame Bitcoin through the lens of making dollars. I don't care about that. No, the only measure you that could, counts for you, me. I thousand is how many x people's Bitcoin stacks. What what part of well, less than well, a Satoshi to one thousand Satoshis is unclear to you? I thousand well, extra Bitcoin stack for free. Bitcoin stacks. Then why do you want to increase people's Bitcoin stack if you don't? I don't. Bitcoin is worth. But it's still better than fiat. Look, Bitcoin is not as good as Ethereum, which is the reason Ethereum's outperformed it three to one. You know who owns Bitcoin? A bunch of venture capitalists and scumbags. But you think it's the fucking, we're going to save politics with this shit. I'm not a Let me tell you who owns Bitcoin. At least I don't think I'm a scumbag. But. You know who just drove the price up of Bitcoin over the last week? I do. Do you know who? It's a single guy. Fuck. It doesn't matter. It's, it's a market. It doesn't matter who drove the price of Bitcoin up? No. I thought you wanted not. to promote Bitcoin. How are you going to promote Bitcoin if you don't know who the guys driving the price up are to go I find more of them? I don't care about the price. See, this, this, is, this is why I asked <laughs> okay. the question in the beginning is like, why do you so, do what you do? So, is that you're trying to get rich? Like, I don't care. I've what been I rich and do. retired since 2003. I had a 150 mm -hmm. employee company doing 60 million a year turnover in 2003 when I retired at the age of 20 fucking five. I okay, started so mining Bitcoin and when it was 50 doing? cents. You haven't answered me. Yes, because I'm fixing everything. The reason I'm a self-help author, the reason I raised $27 million for charity, the reason I raised multiple billions of dollars for freedom of movement and freedom of speech is because I deeply care about these things. I've been rich and retired for decades, plural. I've run out of shit to buy. I have $5 million of watches I don't even set the time on. I'm wearing two of them to troll. This one's a million dollars on its own. But this isn't what I actually care about. I can't unmute him. Richard, you unmute, you muted on Zoom real quick. Sorry. I don't know what happened. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. Did I hit the button M or something? Yeah. I only have all this clown mode stuff to flex on people because it's what they understand. I have to charge and plug in my Louis Vuitton bags before the show. This is the Just thing. to flex. So what you're doing, but this works. What you're doing doesn't work. You're telling people to sell their Bitcoin. You're telling people you don't care who buys it. You're telling people you don't care Bitcoin. about the price. That's all anyone cares about is the price. You're the weird one that's doing a bad job marketing Bitcoin. I'm doing a better job marketing Bitcoin. I got people to take their Bitcoin off of exchange and hold it and maybe even buy more to give them free coins for it. What have you done? What has Satoshi done? When Bitcoin.org got hacked, who went to save the Bitcoin people from being scammed? I did. Did you do an emergency stream when Bitcoin.org got hacked? No. More than once, by the way. No, okay. Okay, fine. So, so all right. I save your users. I enrich your users. You hurt your users. You're sitting making no yield on your Bitcoin stack with no capital efficiency, like a dumb dumb. Why? I don't believe you need yield. I don't believe you need yield. So, so you can so buy more Bitcoin with yield, bro. You know Michael Saylor just took leverage. Michael Saylor just took leverage to buy more to Bitcoin. So. Good. And he, I mean, he's been doing that from the beginning. <laughs> do you know how you go broke? Ladies, liquor, and leverage. 
He's doing the thing that you and I just said is a stupid, terrible thing, trading. He's taking on leverage. If the Gox coins come out and he gets liquidated, guess what that does to the spot price when he has to cover and sell? It adds volatility. Uh, he's adding volatility by getting leveraged up. If he's doing it, and, and if that's what happens, then the market cleans itself up. It's a beautiful thing. I'm sure you want Michael Saylor to get cleaned up. By the way, in 2013, Michael Saylor said Bitcoin was going to fail like online gaming. Of course he did, but I, then he woke up. So I'm going to interject here. I'm going to interject here because we have lost the plot a little bit here. Richard, thank you for the work you did for Bitcoin Org and helping those who are getting hacked and scammed. That is valid and a fair point. I want you both to define to me what is money, because that seems to be the crux of this argument that you guys are circling around. And if you guys can define that for us, I think that will help us engage in a different direction here. And I would like Easy. that to be defined first by Svetsky. I mean, what is money? I mean, fuck. It's I got a, it if you don't got it, bro. It's okay. It's a standard definition. It's the technology we use. Is, is my fucking, are both my mics on? I think they're, okay. It's, it's the technology human beings use to codify the product of their labor so that at some point they can interact and cooperate with someone else. It's like the fucking language of value, right? So, so we need a means. So, so in order for human beings to cooperate and to interact, we need a means via which to codify it, to store the product of one's labor and then to exchange it with another down the track across time and space. Like that, that's effectively the metaphysical function of money, you know? And, and the only thing that changes is the object we use as money you know that's why we've used fucking seashells and rocks and this and that we've we've been experimenting until we've reached what i believe is the apex version of money which is bitcoin it's it's it places money into the realm of the physical laws of the universe like no no one here on this call can change the speed of light we can't change thermodynamics we can't change fucking shit we also can't change Bitcoin's rules. And it's sort of that, that's the innovation to me. It's not about getting fucking rich. It's not about, uh, you know, making pump of fucking mentals. Like, you know, th that's not the premise here. Like Bitcoin is about placing money outside of anyone's capacity to influence, control, manipulate. And as a result, it puts humanity, it puts people on a level playing field. And I don't mean level playing field for some fucking goal of equality. I mean that then people can actually compete fairly without fucking leeches being able to, who don't add value, be able to fucking enrich themselves at the expense of everyone else, which is the whole fucking problem of fiat. Like that's why Bitcoin is replacing fiat is that these clowns, like the fucking nursing home, you know, Bidens and Jay Powell's and fucking Lagards of the world, they add zero value to society but they still enrich themselves by leeching productive capacity from the rest of the world by creating money supply out of nothing. That is the whole fucking problem we're trying to solve by placing money outside of everyone's hands. So, so that's my frame and that's where I start. And that's the problem that we're trying to solve, not trying to make fucking people rich. I don't give a fuck about people being rich. If you're going to get rich, go and do something fucking useful, not fucking sit there, trade shit coins. Like, it, it doesn't make sense to me. So anyway, that's my point. Richard, same question to you. My pleasure. The standard uh, definition you'll pull out of Wikipedia for what money is, is it's something that is durable. Uh, you can tell that it's not counterfeited. You can split it up into a bunch of parts. You have some hope that it maintains its value. It's scarce. Uh, so scarce, divisible, durable, uh, you know, that's all fine and good. But what we've seen is, the, everything that people call monies today suck. They're terrible. They have basically lifespans of 50 years, which are fiat currencies. They all go to zero over time. 
They print them out of thin air, which steals from savers. It causes boom and bust cycles of misinvest and misinvestment and mall investment. You give the money to the wrong people and powers the military industrial complex. They don't have to pass war taxes. So they go and blow people up constantly with money that was stolen from the people, but people don't realize it stole from them. And then I've got unique takes on this that other people have never heard of before, which is why I'm a thought leader. So imagine a world where you've driven up all the prices by printing money out of thin air, stealing all the value from the money people tried to save. Now they have to pay capital gains tax if they sell something because it has fake gains on paper and you tax them on the theft. So first you steal the money of their value, then you tax them because the fake value went up on the quote gains. And then if their wages, if they magically get wages, it kicks them into higher income tax brackets. It's a huge giant racket. And Bitcoin is better than fiat, but let's say, could we pick a weaker target? No, we could not. So while Bitcoin is better than fiat, it hasn't been better than Tesla stock. It hasn't been better than my Rolexes since you reached the top of the S curve. Since every scumbag venture capitalist has more Bitcoin than you'll ever have in your entire life. The people that hacked Bitfenix had $2 billion of Bitcoin. Draper's got billions. Winklevi has billions. Chamath has billions. Do Kwan of the stablecoin UST just pumped the price this week. And he's buying $2 billion and already executed a purchase for a billion and a half. So while you Correct. think you're saving the world... How much? He's buying one billion. No, no, he already bought one. Well, he drove the price up, so he purchased twenty-eight thousand BTC so I mean, far. All of this is irrelevant to the definition of money, though. What are you talking about? The, look, I'm first of all, I gave you the standard definition from Wikipedia, so you can't even so argue is that with your that. Your definition? No, like, my definition is that the only thing that matters is goods and services, and everything else is accounting. And so, if you can get the accounting to be more efficient with less middlemen, with less counterparty risk. So for instance, Bitcoin doesn't address stable coins, which people desperately need, and it doesn't address them, so they have to go somewhere else. Bitcoin doesn't address other tokens, which people desperately need. So if you want an affinity token or you want to monetize your audience, you can do that with NFTs or other mechanisms on Ethereum, which is why you see hundreds of thousands of users on Ethereum that will never use Bitcoin ever. They need higher, higher throughput finality. How's the NFTs gone for people? I, I hate NFTs. I think they're disgusting. But the Famous fact that they get around. them into the game so that they might buy something good is better than them buying GME meme stock, which is what's being shoved down their throat currently. What's being shoved oh, down shit. everyone's throats currently is margin trading. FTX buys all the ads. They want you to get wrecked margin trading on a side bet where no one has to buy real Bitcoin. They just make all the money on the side bet house. Same with eToro. eToro at the top Correct. of their website Scumbags. says, that's right. Etoro at the top of their website says 67% of people lose with us. And it's misleading because the people that lose, lose more than the people that win. And they oh. have all the ads on all the race cars and all the sports games. And the guys that have it's the real honest society. projects that save the users, we can't buy ads. Now, we have had a NASCAR. Bitcoin's never had a NASCAR. We've had ads on, uh, you know, radio, Pretty television. Pretty sure Bitcoin had an F1. But who gives a fuck? Like, the thing is, Bitcoin's Maybe. not... Like, th th this, is the, this is the thing, though. It's like, what you're suggesting is that... We, I, we have a, money I have a higher this. throughput, lower fee, more feature set full, more secure solution to everything that Bitcoin's trying to oh, do. Correct. But the problem you is just don't that know you about have it. it. No, the problem is that you have it. This is the thing. So I am, you know, as much as I'm an arrogant cunt and as much as I'm a prick and as much as, you know, people who, you know, hate me and will say all sorts of shit, like will say whatever, but I know I'm a fucking flawed human being. Like I'm... I, I am in no position to ever be lord of the money, and I believe that there can be no lords of the money. You know, certainly. Yeah, but you own Bitcoin, where forty percent of the supplies in two thousand addresses. That's what you own. That doesn't you own matter. The 
Oh, it happen. doesn't matter? Because he just said it was no, it's it his matter. point. Tell him. It's no, not my point. It's his it point. Be because here's the thing. Can Sela change any of the rules of Bitcoin? Yes, he can. But you just don't know that. No, and by the way, the speed of light does change based on the medium it's in. And by the way, you can effectively kind of reduce the speed of light by changing your distance, which is why high-frequency trading firms buy fiber optic lines instead of having to use high-throughput high infrared. That's not changing the speed of light, though. Stop. That's not There's changing the speed of light. No, 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 stop. You're lying. There's that is not the point. There's way too big of a claim right now that was made that you need to establish because, frankly, I think it's a false claim. Which one? Richard, Richard, how, in your mind, does Michael Saylor have the ability to overthrow and output whatever he wants on the Bitcoin network. Oh, I guess you guys need to review your Andreas Antonopoulos material from 2017 back when we were fighting these battles. I'll quote him for you, even though he's a left woke scumbag. There's three parties that get to change the Bitcoin network. Exchanges, people that accept it, and the miners, and kind of the software guys. And these four guys argue about what's going to happen to the network. And as proof that what I'm saying is 100% true, I will introduce you to something called the hard fork. Do you know why it's called hard? Because it is not backwards compatible. And if you do not upgrade your client, you don't get to run transactions. So sometimes you have soft forks. So for instance, they figured out a way to do SegWit as a soft fork. But then you have other things like Taproot, which I don't think was a soft fork. I think, I think Taproot might have been a hard fork. And if you didn't enjoy that hard fork, there were definitely hard forks in the past, like, oh, we had 6 billion extra Bitcoin. Let's pretend that script didn't happen. And by the way, you know, I hear you talk trash about the Bitcoin Cash guys. A Bitcoin Cash developer caught the last mint as many free Bitcoin as you want bug and responsibly disclosed it instead of minting as many free Bitcoin as he wanted, which the devs lied about and said was a denial of service bug until they had the patch released. And then they're like, oh, actually, by the way, it was also a consensus bug. Anyone could have minted as many free Bitcoin as they wanted. Now, you know how you prevent that? You know how you prevent infl inflation bugs? Inflation bugs are the worst bugs in all of cryptocurrency. They're the majority of these. You are talking circles around the question I have asked. How is your claim that Michael Saylor can change the oh, Bitcoin network sure. valid? Yeah, you just have the people change their configs. They're socially enforced networks. So the same, the same logic that you do to say, we're now going to accept larger blocks, or we're now going to accept Taproot, or we're now going to accept Chalk Lock Time Verify, those upgrades, the central consensus that you do to get people to change their nodes is the exact same consensus you use to go, now the That's supply is 42 million. Now we're not going to do the halfening. It's the same exact it's math. That's an influencing people who run nodes. That's not right. And then you get to have a war for who has the longest chain. And guess what? That's, that's also fine. socially then we, enforced. Then we get free Bitcoin airdropped. You know, like right. He, he, but here's, but here's it's a socially day, enforced network, or or Bitcoin Cash would already be the longest chain because it is a longer all chain. All networks are socially enforced. All that's right. Enforced. That's correct. The, and you use the, the same enforcement Bitcoin, mechanism to change whatever you want. You can change anything you want. This, this is the beauty of what you mentioned about Bitcoin, because you kind of proved yourself wrong earlier, is that you said that the problem with Bitcoin apparently is that it doesn't evolve and doesn't change and it doesn't adapt because, you know, everything mostly it doesn't faster, better and all that. Sort yeah, of thing. exactly. So, so that's the problem. That's that right there, which people think is the problem is the best thing about Bitcoin. And that's so, exactly okay. Why say Let's test it. Shit. Let's it's no, he could fucking difficult. He no, just literally not. created a mining consensus forum. Like this dude's introducing centralization left and right, just he's like Blockstream did nothing with it. Blockstream did the it. same shit. They released Liquid to compete with Bitcoin. They support Tether. They released cloud mining. These are your Blockstream homies. Okay, these are they your, your squad. All right, they can you do whatever they want. Businesses are free. Richard, Michael Saylor cannot change Bitcoin. You yes, have failed he to can. answer the question. No, but it's not. No, no it's, it's improbable. It is improbable. It would be very hard for him to do. I'd put his success likelihood to, at like 5%. It's doable. What you have failed to explain is that... The, Bitcoin network provides the purest form of democracy. Sorry, Svetsky, I know that no, it's not. word makes you crazy. No, it's not. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. 
The you third debater has arrived. I'm sorry to interrupt you, sir. Richard, you are on my show. You <laughs> I know. Are on my Go show. ahead. Take your you time. I got all night, man. You have to have a 50% consensus to make any of these changes. While no. Michael Saylor may have introduced certain things to influence mining, so too is Jack Dorsey. And allow the public markets to dictate that. I will not allow for some old brandish claim just so that you can get some user likes. That's not going to happen on this show. You have not refuted the point. I just... I just told you that it is very improbable and I have it at like a 5% success rate. You're also mis you're mis you're lying about the network, okay? You're lying about the network but you don't realize it cuz you're no you don't have the technical chops. You do not need 51% attack to consensus. Consensus attacks happen at much lower rates. They're just not as likely successful. You can have consensus attacks with 31% of the mining power, which by the way, Ethereum already has ways to get rid of proof of work attacks in order to it you need to be closer up to 80% though. so so again these are all these are all discussions about it, probability it doesn't matter the because problem the problems you have are code problems not hash problems it's it's, no, it's no, stupid no, no, to no. talk about michael Saylor's is not going to blow his bag out the miners aren't going to blow Correct. their bag out. Correct. These are improbable so, so events, is... but there's no reason to say they're not impossible. It's the same reason when you guys like you say that it's unconfiscatable, but then the government's selling the confiscations every week. It's disgusting. Hold it's on. a lie. So, so, so use correct the language. of someone shutting down Hex? What happens if someone caps you? Oh, nothing. It, I'm more decentralized really? than Bitcoin is. Yes. Oh, really? Yes, 100%. Oh, Let me explain to you why. Decentralized than Bitcoin yeah, definitely explain that one. Oh, easily. No problem. When, uh, when, so let's take DeFi, decentralized finance usually a 100% scam in its term. It's usually not decentralized at all because you need to be able to go to a front end and actually use the front end when stuff goes wrong. And most decentralized projects aren't actually decentralized. There's admin keys and there's one front end burned by one guy. And if that guy turns it off, everyone's screwed until they go write a new one. So if I die and hex.com goes offline and go.hex.com goes offline, there's five other teams that independently, totally unrelated to me, built their own front ends and their own hardware and their own direct ledger integrations, their own direct treasure integrations. All that stuff was done at launch. We had full okay, sufficient sorry, so decentralization at launch. Five teams, five teams is your decentralization. Yeah, probably, that, yeah. That's your, that's your claim that it's more decentralized than Bitcoin. You have five how many how many how many bitcoin mining, mining pools are there how many minor hardware companies are there you need to look at your own house brother and let me teach you something else about decentralization there's something called just-in-time decentralization so let me give an example infura went down did did ethereum go down no do you know why because we were ready for it you literally click in metamask a single box that says network you click add and then you copy paste someone else's node in there you can run your own node if you want but you don't have to there's 10 other guys that have their own nodes running so totally let me give you more proof. EOS has 21 nodes. Have they been going down? BSC has 21 nodes. Have they been going down? Everyone is centralized out the yin yang in low double digits because it's more than enough because regulatory tax aren't occurring. And if regulatory tax were occurring, we would use the social consensus to change the proof of work or change the number of validators or change which validators were valid. The same way if the Bitcoin, if, if the government decided to impede the five guys that'll sell you Bitcoin miner, of which maybe two or three could possibly be profitable. If the government decided to strike those guys down, you could do a proof of work change, which is the same proof of work change that you should already have written as Ethereum has, because the EU almost shut you guys down last week. The EU so almost made proof of work illegal last week. Centralized as fuck. It is not more decentralized than Bitcoin. You're it depends on what aspect that you're looking at. You do not, if you want to earn yield in Hex, you can buy Hex from the hundreds of thousands of people that have it, lock it up and earn yield. But if you want to earn yield in Bitcoin, you got to suck two or three companies' Ds to beg them for a mining hardware machine and hope they send it on time. 
Certain aspects of my system are vastly more decentralized. They're furthermore more secure, which is why we've never had an inflation bug. Ethereum's never had an inflation bug. X has never had an inflation bug, but you guys have had two. You're talking about things that occurred in the past in the early days of Bitcoin, which are part But they're going to occur again because you don't have a bug bounty program. You don't have audits. You don't have modularity. You do, you have your wallet touching your needed. network having... You don't know none anything about needed. software design, dude. I know more about I software I design than you. Software company, so really? So where's so, the Bitcoin written spec that you could design a client to? It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. I need that because right. it, Bitcoin is Bitcoin sits there. Have you read the critical vulnerabilities? Build an engineer around it. Okay? Have you That's read the, the critical point. vulnerabilities list of Bitcoin Core? It's very long, and there's no, been a ton no of reason. them. Do you know why they're called critical? Because they're really big screw ups. Okay. Irrespective, it doesn't matter. They they are all probabilistically irrelevant. Do you know it takes nine because months to unwrap a new Bitcoin developer because the code is spaghetti code? You can't yeah, unwrap is, a new dev. You got to send code. your Richard, dev to Chain Code Labs and, and wait nine months. Richard, you muted on Zoom. Oh, God damn it. Zoom. I don't know why this thing keeps muting. I guess my mouse is doing something. I'll move the mouse. So look, it takes nine months to on-ramp a new Bitcoin dev because it's spaghetti code that's very easy to screw up, which is why it's been screwed up so many times in the past. Satoshi wasn't actually a good software developer. Most people don't realize that there was a poker client built in to the original software code. But like the oh, huge errors were made and it could what, what be made matters, better, but you guys put your head in the stand and don't try. No, you have, you can't even pay your own debts. And change it, trying to make it better and change it literally defeats the fucking purpose of Bitcoin, which is this unchangeable thing. That's the whole fucking point. So it would, it would rug through the very promise. <coughs> so, so you don't like Taproot then, right? You don't like Taproot? I actually think that Bitcoin shouldn't add a fucking single thing ever again. Like it should just continue to be what it is and that's it. I mean, I, I think Taproot and all the other things that, you know, devs are discussing are fucking irrelevant. At the end of the day, <laughs> what matters here, the innovation is a money that doesn't change, like whose rules don't change. Yeah, but the rules That's do it. change. You're not just you're just not paying attention. Well, no, the, the rules have never changed. No. Yes, because there was a 40 percent throughput client, increase when SegWit is... was adopted. What are you talking about? The throughput went up 40% because the one megabyte block limit got waiting and it waited up to 1.4 megabytes. Fine. So that there's more throughput backwards now. Compatible. It's still backwards compatible. So for me, that's fine. My, my node is still backwards compatible all the way. So it doesn't matter. Uh -huh. Okay. So well, what, what I'm arguing for progress and you're arguing for not progress. I'm arguing no, for better correct. price charts and you're arguing for my, no, the price I'm chart that couldn't meet my role. The access. only thing in the world that should be stable is the money. And that is what Bitcoin delivers. That is the problem that has been solved. The very fact that you are able, through your influence and through your supposed intellect and through your opinion, influence and change the actual money makes you lord of the money, which is the fucking what problem you're trying about? to solve. I can't change hex. I can't change yes, hex can. at all. How? Yes, it's yes, literally immutable. You're talking about you can't progress. possibly change it. Hold on, but you're just talking about progress. No, the consensus I, so, rules in hex are locked forever. They cannot be changed. The network so crap around then? it, the network crap around it that allows throughput to be increased can be changed. The reason that we're more resistant to inflation bugs is because our consensus code is locked and isolated eternally forever. No, you, but yours you isn't, scale, which is why you get consensus you bugs. No. Everything in nature and every system, every robust system scales in layers. And that's what Bitcoin does. It, it scales in fucking layers. Do you know what it, else it does? The reason we you know have what else it does? Is, it evolves. Capillaries. It also evolves. Yeah. It still evolves within that framework. Okay. Yeah. But, but you within know, Lightning's not Bitcoin, right? Layers. Do you understand that Lightning has a different security model than Bitcoin and different security exactly. guarantees exactly. and different and, risks and, and a different dev team? 
Exactly. And yeah. it is a layer that anchors into uh -huh. that's the And you point. know what else you could run Lightning on? Any other consensus network you want, because it's Fantastic. open source but software. The only one so if you think it helps you, it'll help Bitcoin. the Ethereum guys more. No, not really. <laughs> yeah. The Ethereum yeah. guys keep changing Let's test the, it. the foundation upon which Lightning can be plugged Let's, into. let's so test the whole it. Point, what makes, let, let Who's the premier me. Lightning wallet? Let Strike. What do they promote? Fiat with AML KYC. And you guys right. promote that crap. You promote Strike. It's a necessary on-ramp. So, so here's the thing. No, it's not. Bitcoin is incompatible with the existing system. Bitcoin is fundamentally incompatible with the banking system, with the payment system, with the existing fiat system. And that incompatibility what? is the feature. Bitcoin is incompatible with the current world. Bitcoin is incompatible with modern banking. Bitcoin is incompatible with PayPal. Bitcoin is incompatible with the current financial and banking system. It is, <sighs> it is that way by design. You, you understand Stripe just integrated Bitcoin. Stripe, the world's like most popular what, processor. What, no, listen, listen. What you're missing. What are you is talking about? Point. Incompatible. Bitcoin, you're just making stuff up. You're just saying stuff that's not true. No, like, no, why no, are you lying about Bitcoin? Through. Bitcoin's good enough. Are you you don't have finish? to lie about it. Are you, you going to let me finish? Okay. So what I'm saying about Bitcoin's incompatibility is that it doesn't function like the money that we currently have today. You know, when when Stripe uses U.S. dollars. US dollars are some fucking phantom ledger somewhere. In fact, it's not even a fucking ledger anywhere because it's just a bunch of internal ledgers by a bunch of banks. And we don't actually know how many US dollars there are. So it's this, it's this made up fucking monopoly funny money. Whereas Bitcoin doesn't function in that realm. It is completely incompatible with that. So what we have to do in order to cross the two, no, but everything we have to false. build on ramps. No, no, no. Bitcoin has... Bitcoin's entire I just described an on-ramp to you, Tell and then me. you just said it sucked. And then you just said Listen. it was incompatible when I just showed you a compatible no, no, no. thing. I'm just disproving the everything on -ramp, you said. The on-ramp is a bridge between two worlds that are incompatible. Bitcoin exists here, and fiat exists here. They don't talk to each other. So in order for them to talk to each other, you need to build on-ramps. Can you not conceptualize this? So if Michael Saylor just got a $200 million loan from Legacy Finance to get leveraged up to buy Bitcoin, Correct. you don't see that he as compatibility. Used a bridge. He used a bridge. Do you understand? Yes, that bridges make you, things compatible. That's what they do. You're here. So you want to go I'm there. Saying. You so that's compat what I'm your butt over there. Like so so let, me, let me finish my point then. So what I'm saying is that along the way, we're going to build bridges that are necessarily fucked up, that necessarily people can poke holes at, whether it's Strike, whether it's Bitfinex, whether it's Unchained Capital, whether it's BlockFi, it doesn't matter. Those bridges by definition uh, have a flaw because they bridge two incompatible worlds. That's what no, I'm no, that's the whole. That's the only reason the bridge so, exists. You're not. You're not going to disprove exactly. bridges to me. You're not going to disprove finance. You're not going to disprove money. You bridges just misunderstand exist these for things. For now, no, no. Bridges exist for now because it's necessary to move onto Bitcoin. Because there's no other way to move on. No, but you don't you, just one day. You're always going to have US bridges dollar. because you only have a million transactions a day of throughput, and you don't even have that. No, you that actually have correct. seven no, to thirteen no, no. TPS if the transactions are very small. So you're limited on your ability to settle on your second layers. Bitcoin's not a transaction network. Bitcoin's not a payments network. It doesn't matter. I just disproved the thing you were going to say, but you're not paying attention. Your ability to settle layer two networks is gated by your layer one throughput. The reason that Ethereum is trying to change the way that it charges for gas to give an advantage to layer two networks is so that they can it's have more throughput on layer two. It's already working. It's already working. It's already been working for a year. Cannot scale. No, Ethereum cannot scale. Ethereum no, has no increased network. the gas limit how many times? 10 times and it's worked just it's fine. Not. It's Which is why they get work. 10 times the fees you guys get. You guys used to it's brag 
the Bitcoin was the thing that got all the use because people paid all the fees on it. And now you make less than 10, a tenth of what the Ethereum miners make. Thanks to NFTs. And thanks well, to every other fucking shit coin that's yeah. being launched. Okay? No, so, I mean, so you well, thanks because they have a ton of demand and not much from, supply. And I'm helping solve it. a new Ponzi that. every six months. From a new Ponzi every no, six months. No, but you just like, have a worse Ponzi is what you don't understand. Well. There's no base demand for Bitcoin. It's a speculative investment. It's a risk on investment. When the stock market dies, Bitcoin dies. When the stock market goes up, Bitcoin goes up. Bitcoin's dropped 85% four times. It dropped 65% in two that. weeks for COVID. Don't tell me it's the blue chip when you only outperformed Dogecoin by 10%. And you didn't even actually outperform it. Dogecoin is still up versus Bitcoin. I don't care about blue chip. You're, 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 again, once again, framing my my position on Bitcoin. Well, I'm glad one of us is. Because you're not doing a good job framing your arguments. No, I don't care about the gains that are involved in Bitcoin. Like, I'm not here. You, don't you understand that money is money. a war for liquidity and the most liquid money is more useful? Don't you understand that? And Bitcoin is still winning that war. It's Econ 101. That war because it doesn't change. It's barely winning. So what will happen is... Everything is going to keep cycling. And as people fucking get washed up and as they get cleaned up, as they get into the wrong ponzes. You guys were about to get flipped by Ethereum by a 2x. Everything is going to flow back into Bitcoin. Ethereum was a 2x away from flipping you. Ethereum outperformed you from the COVID dip threefold. I outperformed you thousandfold. You guys are underperforming in every measurable metric, but you're not measuring the you know, world. Nancy, Nancy Pelosi also Nancy Pelosi also outperformed most hedge. No, but there's a difference well, between using insider information better, okay? and making giving people a choice and then choosing the better you, thing. You are the insider in the shitcoin situation, you know, because you're. It's a good thing I tell you all the stuff for free. Trading it yourself. It's a good thing I Fantastic. called the Bitcoin top you know, of the day for free. I mean, Nancy Pelosi also had a tracker on Twitter, so that was telling everyone things. They too. banned so, it. Like at the okay, end of the I, cancel culture. I have a question for Richard. I have a Go question ahead. for Richard. Yeah. You, as as this insider who is helping everyone, yep. that is an assumption that you are telling the truth. How you just verified all. I give you the links. How or what reason do we have to buy into what you say? Tomorrow you could wake up and change something in your protocol because nope. you yourself control it. Mm -mm. It doesn't work that way. I so live. Well, go deeper. You could sure. If you needed to. Ready? Here we go. I say to my devs, hey devs, we're doing the world's largest airdrop. We're giving everyone a free copy of everything on the Ethereum network, every single coin, free copy. And then we're incentivizing people with a token to bridge in liquidity to back their PRC20 to ERC20 value. Okay. You know, it would be awesome. It would be awesome if we didn't have to give any coins to those scumbag exchanges that steal everyone's money, rob everyone's money, don't give the users their money. It's disgusting. When Bit, when Bit, uh, when BitMEX was given free Bitcoin cash, they just dumped them. When the Bit, uh, when the Bitcoin Gox, Mount Gox founder was given free Bitcoin cash, he just dumped them. I don't want to see people getting dumped on to enrich these bastards that are centralizing everything. So I asked my devs, I'm like, hey, devs, can we just like not give PRC20s to these addresses that we know are exchanges? And they're like, actually, no, it's actually really hard because these contracts have interdependencies with all these other contracts and they're their own isolated things. And whereas we can edit the Ethereum balances and, and reduce by 1.2 million X, the amount that the original Ethereum holders get. So like Vitalik's got 300,000 Ethereum. He's only going to get like 30 bucks of free pulse. Everybody else is sacrificed for charity, right? They're going to get tons more uh, free pulse because it's in a different ledger, basically. And so there's things like, and then other people, some guy said, hey, Richard, you know, all those coins that were sent to the, the address that are locked there forever. Like if you send an ERC-20 directly to the contract address, usually it's lost forever. No one can ever access it. There are very few exceptions, whether it's admin keys like Tether or Circle, can use their admin keys to just invalidate those coins that would have otherwise been locked forever and then hook the user up and give them to the user with, I don't know, AML, KYC or whatever. But on real coins that don't have admin keys like mine, I can't change anything.
It's just locked forever. When Ethereum decided to make some changes that I didn't like in the network, I knew that I had to create a whole new network because I couldn't edit or change anything in the original network. It's immutable. It's unchangeable. It cannot be right. changed. You need a nice editable network. You can only minimize trust so far. There is a limit. You, you have to trust your keyboard. That. You have to trust oh, your eyes. What you said to start this answering my question was you go to the developers and you say to the developers that we're going to do this. So that And then they told me you can't. It's not doable. Yeah, so, it, so, but then you the design of with... the system makes it impossible to do. I cannot change the hex code no matter what. I cannot go and edit people's ERC20 balances. Can you fucking edit it or not? Which one is it? You can't. Not centralized. You okay. cannot change it. It's unchangeable. I don't know what, what part of immutable but, is unclear on. to you. you, you, you the did, hex code you cannot say... be changed. Period. Ever. Okay. You, you did just say... I had to make a whole new network. And even right, on that one, it's not changed. You, but, but you just said, hold on, your words were, I had to make a whole new network yeah. because when Vitalik changed something, yes. it affected me. So we wanted yep. to have more ability to influence our own network. Yes. They, they were your words, roughly. Yep. So, so, but, so I don't mm -hmm. understand what that means. The ability That's what to freedom looks network. like. No, well, I, I, okay, fine. Do you know what free and I, open I source means? Do you know how Bitcoin's free I, and open source? The free fantastic. and open part means a, please copy it and make it better. And then we'll adopt some of the cool. changes in, cool. which I believed that story but, yeah. until I found out it was false. You're never going to adopt anything. Which is why you don't have on-chain exchange. You don't have anonymity. Everyone that tries to use anonymity in Bitcoin gets wrecked. The poor people that had 1.2 billion that they stole from Finex, they couldn't even launder it properly because you guys don't have anonymity in your system. But if they'd used Tornado Cash with ZK Snarks, I bet they wouldn't have got caught. We, we shouldn't have anonymity on the base chain anyway. What? Sorry, Alex? Spatsy, you go. Spatsy, you can. Okay. All right. People that kept their private keys on the cloud. Like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> no, they, they had multiple failures. That was just one of their failures. They also failed at the mixing level. And if you don't want their reference for failing at the mixing level, I could give you. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yes, it does. No, 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 Having really. really. ZK Snarks technology for anonymity in the protocol is safer than ring signatures with uh, hoping a bunch of guys are in your anonymity set. That they're no, not that's colluding. Gonna a, that's gonna that's gonna create a, a another fucking angle or another vector for a potential problem. No, okay? so better and soft. Yes, it will. Better and worse software exist, and zk snarks are superior to ring signatures. Fact. No, we, period. There's again, no arguing. That, that that creates a hard fork. So so that presupposes what? the idea that someone <laughs> implementing that on Bitcoin on the fucking base layer presupposes. That's right. That You'll never have it because you guys have no roadmap because your stuff sucks. No. But everyone else has it. No, it doesn't. Because we have okay, EVM. We have turn completion. No. Exactly, and that's a bad thing. No, it's that's not. Exactly why you're going to end up with fucking problems that you can't predict. Because why? Why do you have two inflation bugs and Ethereum has zero? Tell me, software guy. We why does Why does Ethereum have bug bounty fine. program and you don't? Why does Ethereum have ten thousand developers and you have like five? Because your stuff Ethereum sucks. Needs to pay people to fucking influence and change the rules, right? No, so they let, don't. Let, me, let me just. I'm I, doing I, it for I free. Something you mentioned earlier. I want to. <laughs> I want to mention something earlier. So you mentioned, uh, you know dropping uh you know airdrops and all this sort of stuff like yes for me that, that sounds not just like me literally it's like everybody everybody exactly so you're literally yeah. marketing the fact that you're we're doing what satoshi did out of we're giving Listen, ra free coins to on-ramp users just like just, satoshi did yes fucking let me finish you're creating inflation out of thin air so, so how does that make you different to the jerome powells and all of those of the world who are basically minting money out of thin air that's effectively what they're doing you're just no, doing it you're performing an illogical fallacy standard. called the assumption of parts where you don't understand that one thing is different from another thing giving someone a new thing Please. is not the same as inflating another thing giving someone a an airline mile is not the thing the same thing as giving them a real ticket they're different 
They're not the same thing. Giving someone a different coin with a different ticker and different when users, it comes to money, a different use when case. When it comes to money, it's exactly the same thing. When it comes to money, no, it's but exactly you, the see, same your thing. problem is you think Bitcoin is money, and you don't understand that money is not as important as store value. Bitcoin was originally they, they, supposed they are, to be no, peer-to-peer no, digital cash. It's written is, in the first line of the white paper. Of money. I'm going to teach you about Bitcoin because I know more about please, it than you please, do. Please define cash. Please define cash. We I'm already did that. And I already cash. remember no, no, doing cash, it. Not money. Not, not money. Cash. Define cash. There's a difference between money and cash. Listen, I'm quoting you the Bitcoin white paper. I think that that's fair game in a Bitcoin debate. I'm, I'm not crazy. Peer-to-peer digital you to cash. The, you, can main, you can allow people to interact with each other without a middleman by doing time stamping, use a proof of work network. That's in Bitcoin wrapped up in its entirety. Notice in the white paper, he doesn't mention the halvening. He doesn't mention the one size block limit. He doesn't mention a lot of really other important things in there, but he does mention those things, peer-to-peer -peer digital cash. Do you know who uses Bitcoin as peer-to-peer -peer digital cash today? No one. Do you know why? Because sometimes you have to wait six hours to get a transaction through for one okay, confirmation. I, the, I used it for dinner and you know, I, that was pretty easy for me. No, no, dude. You're lying. You're just lying at this point. Tell me, tell me my lie, please. Tell me. I, okay, well, I'll, I'll point out the lie. I Bitcoin as peer-to-peer digital cash. Like, what the fuck are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, me too. I'm talking like, about you guys don't have enough throughput to handle any video games currency at all. Any video game. Clash of Clans, anybody. Your network would fall over because you don't have the throughput. So you can't use it as cash. Period. We're solving a bigger problem. We're solving a bigger yeah, problem. That's right. Give a fuck about the that's right. Games. But you have to be honest about it and say that Bitcoin changed. The original intention of Bitcoin was to be peer-to-peer -peer digital cash. It failed. Then it was to be programmable money. It failed. Then it was store of gold. It succeeded. And thank God, because it's a bigger use case. Hey, this store of gold. Bitcoin doesn't change. It does change over time, Richard. Yes, like, pitifully not, small amounts. Yes, <laughs> correct. It, it got okay, a 40% so, throughput increase five years ago. That's right. Yep. Okay. And that's so, about all it got in five years. And do you know what everybody so else me, got? We got a lot. I got. I designed the world's first time deposit. I would have built it on Bitcoin, but it's useless. Try and tell Bitcoin to wake you up in the morning. My phone can wake me up in the morning. Bitcoin can't. You can't program <laughs> it to do crap. The new features they add, you don't even use. Build a Rube Goldberg they added. Like, it doesn't matter. No, all hex is is Bitcoin. Matter. All hex is is Bitcoin with a proof of work change. Instead of paying people to destroy the environment, we pay them to hold the price up. We give inflation to stakers to uh, hold the really, price so up. You, so you're gonna you're, you're you're one of the climate change hysterics as well, are you? So it's not hysterics. Talk, uh, it's pure math. It's total fucking no. It's not. It's total hysterics. Well, you, you let think me, we have the capacity to fucking change the fucking climate well, because we like, have a capacity to change the quality of the air. If you don't think it affects the climate, that's fine. But when you have more Plastics particulates in the air, more people die. Plastics and quality of the air in a local, in a local area, yes. Listen. But that has nothing to do with Bitcoin mining. I Bitcoin don't understand mining. why you love miners. They sell Bitcoin. They buy hardware from weird foreign manufacturers and enrich okay. electricity companies. They sell Let the them Bitcoin price down. They hurt Let the Bitcoin price. I removed that I negative externality. I didn't All, care about the Bitcoin price. I didn't care about the I Bitcoin think it, price. Can we have a, anyone listening at home, could you please raise your hand if you care about the Bitcoin price? Okay, I care about the Bitcoin price. You know what else I care I about? The care price about of almost price. anything that I'm associated with. I care about all the prices. What are you, I, man? Are you a hippie? Why don't you care about prices? No, What's wrong with you, dude? You don't like getting deals? Is there something mentally wrong with you if you don't understand how what? important prices are? Do you want me, do you want me to finish? Yes, Do you please. want me to answer that question? Yes. Or no? You think it's more moral to not know what prices are. It's no, not. No, no, no. I'm not talking about moral. No, no, no. For me, the short-term price is purely noise. Oh, short-term. Short term. Richard, stop. Listen, Please listen. let him finish his let point. Me finish. Chris, mute him. For me, the the reason I'm holding Bitcoin because it's a big fuck you to the existing established state. When I hold my wealth in Bitcoin, 
no cunt can touch it. No cunt can inflate it. No cunt can take it from me. No dickhead state or fucking bureaucratic government or banker wanker or you or anybody else can fuck with the wealth that I hold. That's why I hold it. For me, it's a big fuck you. That That is the primary reason. So it's like a personal sovereignty thing. Now, the fact that I'm so early on something that is going to take multiple decades and multiple centuries to emerge as money, because as the world fucking collapses around us, motherfuckers are going to be running around looking for a place to store the product of their labor, which cannot be fucking taken from them and cannot be changed or is not fucking designed to be a gaming fucking token. As that occurs, you have a limited fucking supply and you have capital inflow coming in. The price is going in one fucking direction over time. So for me, that longer term trend is the only thing that's important. And I get the, I, I get the opportunity to be early on that because this is a multi-generational transition you are just fucking impatient and i can fucking see it in you oh, dude like God. you talk about self-help and all that fucking shit but dude i mean I, and i don't like this is gonna be me sounding like a cunt but dude you can't even control how much fucking food goes into your mouth for fuck's sake like oh, you know so, so like i'm having a heart attack the gravy got dude, me seriously this this short-termism is it perfectly explains why you and I see Bitcoin let me, differently. Let me ask you a question. Also, when what it do comes you... to Richard, uh, mm -hmm. Hex is below 15 cents. It has never beat 50 cents. So I don't know what you're on It, it used to be 56.55 cents. It went. That was its 10,000 X that it did before staking. Oh, and then wow. it dipped. My, yeah. I'm at 56 cents. Got it. Yes. Volatility is the price you pay for the world's best performing asset. That's what I tell people when they ask me why Bitcoin keeps crashing 85 and 95% all the time. I tell them that's the price you pay for the best performing asset. You know what else I tell them? I tell them the best time to buy Bitcoin was when Satoshi owned all the coins 100%. And when Satoshi was 100% of the miners and there was no liquidity and you could barely buy it from one little weird exchange called Magic the Gathering Online Exchange out of, out of Japan. That was the best time to buy Bitcoin. But then when I give the same opportunity to Bitcoiners again and give them the ability to mint for free something that has superior design parameters, a better logo, a better you know, brand name, a better website. Hex is not Bitcoin. Not the world is not moving on the hex standard, okay? Jesus Christ, get your head No, you bought the top oh, of an S curve. You think you're into your fucking scam. It's a centralized scam. Bro, it's fine. If you, if you don't like hex, maybe you like Pulse Chain. You don't like Pulse Chain, maybe you like Pulse X. You don't like Pulse X, maybe you like the maybe you like the wallet I'll be like releasing. I'm no, going to continue to build things while you guys keep worshiping ossification. I'm, I'm fixing the world. I won't be buying any of that shit. That's fine, bro. You're the person that we make fun of. We take you and we take your chart and we make fun of it. We put the two charts next to each other and we cuckold you and we say, look, we're banging the mad gains while you're watching wanking in the corner. We, tr we make fun of you guys. $50,000. What are you talking about? Which one does the market appreciate more? You're, you're talking... So when I tell you that the best time to buy Bitcoin was when Satoshi owned 100% of the coins, you literally, right after I give you that truth, that droplet of truth, you say the opposite thing as though you learned nothing. You bought the top. The world's richest guy already bought. Yeah, Elon Musk already bought. Uh, nation states have already bought. It's already been made legal in El Salvador. You guys think that's better instead of worse. Pro tip, guys. When people have already bought, they can't move the price up anymore. They can only sell. Which is why you don't understand why everyone outperforms you. Are you seriously assuming that a large can't be complicated or fucked with? Alex, let's let's keep going. Your chart let's, is let's terrible, and I'm telling you why it's terrible. And you're sticking your head in the stand, and you're not letting the information in. You guys are the guys that are outperformed by everything in crypto. 
You guys are the guys that have no gains. You guys are the guys that have no on-chain exchange, no anonymity, no stable coin, no hope of, of, of a roadmap for the future. You guys have your Stripe, Strike uh, Lightning guy shilling fiat and AML KYC. You guys lost the plot and you never updated your worldview. And then I mean, you walk into easy traps like asking me what I care about personal development when I'm the only self-help author that I'm aware of in the whole fucking world that made a cryptocurrency okay. and gave it away for free exclusively to Bitcoin holders. Sir, I'm sorry, but just from looking at you, you shouldn't be giving out self-help advice. Yeah, because I'm sure Michael Jordan's coach could dunk on him, right? I'm sure if a homeless dude told you to brush your teeth, you wouldn't do it out of spite. You guys have so much to learn. Okay, okay, okay. We are, we are getting to a point now where this is, we've lost the plot. So we're going to come back to the plot. I like it. I want to give Svetsky an opportunity because you have tried very patiently and I appreciate that. Please go ahead with your, the point you've been trying to make, Svetsky. To be honest, I actually fucking forgot the point okay. that I was trying to make. But look, look, let me, I, I, I will pull another note. We care about the same like, stuff, guys. We want the same I know, things. I know. We want people to please, hold their own keys. Richard, please let him make his system. point. Richard, please we let care. him make his point. He has waited patiently to speak. Look, here's, here's what I'll say. Richard, I, I think I, I feel like bad because instead of you using your intellect, because you're you're clearly a fucking smart guy, you're not stupid. You 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 know you get it. Um, I like this instead guy. Instead of you you using your intellect for you know thinking longer term about what Bitcoin actually means to civilization, like you've decided to basically print fake digital money in order to like compensate. For I I don't know what because we all compensate for something I get it you know what I mean like you you know you're I, I, don't I get know laid like mad you're all comp okay mad. I mean pay, paying for getting laid is congratulations I don't pay I, mean, I get, you know, people have daddy's issues and I play a great daddy role I get laid okay. more than imaginable fantastic I mean you know if that's what you know you I assert, like it, then yes. congratulations if you but have like, a sister or a hot friend and you all right let's DM let's me, let's cool. make Look, his point the, the, I boys don't care. What, what I'm just saying is that the only people that are like following you and, you know, doing anything with Hex are like the people that are on, I don't know if you can see my screen, but, you know, the, the fucking brain dead lemmings um, that, you know, ha like that need a leader. Like you, you, you basically made yourself like a blend of Craig Wright and Calvin Air, which is, you know, someone who's, you know, bragging about being rich, thinks that, oh you know, God. he's a god. Thinks that he's better than fucking Satoshi, apparently, and you know Ugh. has added more value or whatever. Like, it's like instead of using your intellect for something useful, like I, I don't know what the fuck you're you, doing, bro. Like, you know who called out Satoshi in person? You know who called out fake Satoshi in person? I know you did. Yeah. I did, and Vitalik Good. did in person. And a lot of Bitcoiners don't have the balls. He slapped a couple lawsuits on them, and they shut right up. So uh, you know, and he just won. A suit against McCormick. I think McCormick owns him ninety thousand pounds now in his defamation suit. So it shows you how fucking retarded the world is. The world like, sucks. The world does yeah, suck. The, and the look, we sucks. we agree on a lot of stuff. We agree in clown world. We agree wokeism sucks. We agree in self sovereignty. We agree in anonymity. We agree on. Uh, we prefer more secure software. Uh, we agree fiat sucks. We agree that uh, you know trusting math is better than trusting men. We agree on a lot of these things. The difference is that. Bitcoin used to be the only good game in town. It really was. And everything else sucked. And I was a Bitcoin maximalist when that world occurred. Ethereum rolled back the chain with a default carbon vote. Scam. Trash. But guess what? Another hack happened when these Polkadot guys lost 600,000 Ethereum. And Gavin Wood, who founded that project, also wrote the Ethereum code. He wrote Solidity, the code that everyone makes their contracts in. They didn't bail him out. 
So that guy losing 600,000 was the literal factual proof that there would never be another bailout in the system because the most inside of possible insiders didn't get bailed out for 600,000 Ethereum, which by the way now is uh, $3 billion. Yeah, Still sitting so there locked in, forever so because of bad code. So he his own fucking coin because he doesn't give a fuck. So well, that, yeah, maybe, but it just it. proves that Ethereum is resistant against a lot of the things that people try and say that are bad about it. Now, look, I know Ethereum has problems. I think the gas fees are too high. I don't actually like them uh, giving the L2 guys a discount. I think that forking over to Ethereum 2.0 is going to introduce perhaps some bugs, which I'd rather stay on the older, more battle-tested software, which is what Pulse Chain is built around. So, like, you know, we believe a lot of the same things, but the difference is I feel that I have some knowledge that you guys are purposely depriving yourselves of because you see all the crap coiners out there. You see all the JPEG meme coins. You're disgusted by them. I'm disgusted by them. But then it poisons your vision and you stop looking and you don't realize there's actual innovation. On-chain exchange and removing counterparty risk is a gigantic innovation, an absolutely gigantic innovation, a miracle if Bitcoin could have it. ZK snarks and actual anonymity is a miracle if Bitcoin could have it. Higher throughput and just increasing the gas size all the time and it's working fine. Three second transaction finality is what we have in Pulse. 13 second is what they have in Ethereum. You know, these are real world differences. When you go to deposit your coins in that one of those disgusting exchanges, finality. it is. is. I'm going to prove finality. it to you. No, no, I'm no. going to prove it to you. Transaction finality has to do with uh, the economic cost of reversing a transaction. That is correct. Okay? Yes, that is right. So, I agree with you. And so, do you know the best way to measure what the real finality of your transaction is? when the exchange will actually let you sell it for fiat and send you the wire. And Fuck I can tell the exchange, you, you look Fuck the exchange. Because the exchanges oh. are a necessary short-term fucking evil that we need to use to bridge oh. old shit clown world that we're living in and moving onto a world in which- Yeah, no but it's like, it's like saying you want to meet girls, but screw talking. I don't like talking. You have to talk, man. I mean, unless you've got real good abs, you kind of have to talk. So it, I just, you need to stop really good abs. I'm going to interject now. I want to, <laughs> I want to have the two discuss this. Um, exchanges are a hot topic that they have been a hot topic throughout this discussion. Uh, yeah. Obviously there are different versions of this where at a certain point does this centralized aspect of exchanges hurt both Bitcoin and hex. It's a necessary evil. So basically, it's like you're a virus, like you could say Bitcoin's a virus, crypto is the virus. We're trying to take over and make the old thing better. But the problem is we need docking sites to do that. And so in order, you know, like Western culture's docking site to try and influence cultures we might not like is movies and music and uh, clothes and style and jokes and celebrities. You need docking sites. And so if you want to take the economic energy of the world and get it into crypto where it's safer than in the, the dumpster fire that's going to zero, which is all fiat currencies, then you have to be able to accept their money. And this is something that I don't know why Bitcoiners lost the plot on it. You could spend your Bitcoin more places in 2017 than you can now. It's weird. You used to be able to spend it on Newegg and then they just stopped accepting it. You used to be able to spend it on, uh, on uh, Wikipedia and then they hit it behind 20 levels if it's even still there. There's no and, way and that's you can spend it in more places in 2017. No, we used to have good adoption back then. I'm listing you places that you could use it, but now you can't. You used to be able to buy Teslas with it. Now you can't. This right, keeps happening over and over again. Point, but there were not more places in 2017 that you could spend Bitcoin than there are now. 
There's an entire bro. Country. As a person that likes to spend crypto, I got to tell you, I know where they accept it and where they don't, and it's it's not. You know, maybe Stripe integrating it will help fix this. You have to have Sorry, it. Bro, look, let me tell you the yeah, solution. Look, I have the solution. I will tell you the solution. That I have the solution for you. Okay, we both want the same thing here. The solution is that we these regulatory arbitrage rent-seeking scumbags that use money transmitter laws so that you can't just sell it to your neighbor or you worry about being an unlicensed money registrar and going to jail for 20 years. That is the locus of the problem. You should be able to sell your crypto to your neighbor just like you sell a fucking lemonade. And you, they made that illegal. You should be able to sell lemonades and you should be able to sell your crypto to your neighbor. And then we don't have to get funneled through these middlemen that made more money than Satoshi did. Brian Armstrong made more money rent-seeking people with regulatory arbitrage on Coinbase and funding crap coins like obfuscated uh, margin trading with uh, rebasing coins, which I won't directly name. You know, he's funded a lot of bad projects. He lists a lot of bad projects. A lot of things go to zero right after they list on Coinbase. And this guy's got billions of dollars on the backs of users because of regulatory arbitrage, because there's only three or four banks that'll take crypto. If people could sell the crypto said, amongst themselves, evil. and solve the problem. Not necessary evil but, if we can get the laws changed so that you're not risking a money transmitter license violation. If we could get those laws changed, the exchange rent seeking goes away and it increases okay. our ability to bring everyone to a better world. Okay. Can I go? Can that's, I go? That's you, you, your turn. Yeah. So, so you, you made my point in the beginning, which is, you know, docking sites, et cetera. That, that's effectively what all these are. And because the world is such a clown fucking world in which, you know, ridiculous, like in order for human beings to transact and interact with each other, we need to ask permission from fucking scumbags to do totally. so. We, we've had the emergence of products and services such as shitcoin casinos like fucking Coinbase and whatever other, you know, list your shitcoin casino, right? So so, so we agree with that. But th this is like... But you're, you're missing out on one thing. I was on ramp to Bitcoin by a freemium offer of double clicking an EXME on computer. And I was only able to take advantage of that offer because it was a gamer and I had a very strong video card. Freemium on-ramping and coupons is an effective way to on-ramp users and having different narrative pitches to reach into different people that care about different things. You know, if you want to get the hippies on board, a lot of this corporate mad gain stuff, they hate it. They want to talk about the environment. Okay, we got something for you guys. Oh, you like stupid JPEG monkey pictures. Oh, cool. We got something for you. You have to get these guys engaged because if you don't get them into crypto, they will go gamble on something worse. And so well, having can, these narrative the memes so helps. I, it doesn't hurt, which is so, why so, okay, alts so and Bitcoin is, max at the same time and die at the same time. They're related. This is thank you. Thank you for saying that, because this is where you and I, I guess, differ is that people who think that Bitcoin is just a variation on a fucking stupid JPEG or a variation on, you know, some coin or whatever, they deserve to go somewhere else and, and wreck learn what the pain is of fucking losing money so that when the time comes when they really want to value the product of their labor they have to fucking find bitcoin that, that that for me is really important because i don't care about trying to remove the pain receptor from a fucking person you know coming back to that you original should, analogy man. that we tried because to not everyone has the same tools bro there's truly listen i have a lot of people because i give away free coins i have a lot of non-english speaking people that i swear to god they have lower iqs I swear to God, these people, man, I I'm talking, I'm sure these are dumb. And, and I get hundreds of messages from people that get hacked. And I've done everything I can to try and save these people. Please, God, stop handing out your seed words. Please, please, for the love of God, no matter who messages you, please don't give out your seed words. And in the wallet, it well, tells them, don't ever give out your seed words. And I'm telling you, I've got three, well, 400 people.
that just hand out their keys. You can't fix that by cushioning them further. You, you can. Can't, that, that is you actually can. a symptom of... No, no, no. This, well, this is the government's fucking solution to fixing the fucking world is create enough fucking guidelines and cushions no, they're just and doing it wrong. things like that. They're doing it wrong. No, they're not doing it wrong. No, no, no. The, the best You're the guy that time-locked your coins. Get the fuck out of the way. You're the guy that time-locked your coins. Why'd you do that? Richard, to protect your future self from your current Richard, self. Richard, let Spatsky finish his point, please. Correct. Exactly. So I did it for myself, not somebody else. That's the fucking whole point is that we live in a world in which a person's fucking sovereignty is dependent upon an institution like a fucking government or like a fucking bank or like a central bank or like some fucking regulator. That's the whole point. Bitcoin is a movement towards responsibility in which when you make a fucking mistake, you can't go backwards. You know, if, if you jump off a fucking cliff in real life, you die. There's no rewind button. This isn't a game. And that is what Bitcoin kind of fucking maps. Uh, in reality, no, but is that there, there is no fucking rewind button. There's no one to bail you out. There's no one to save you. And that's a beautiful thing because what that does is it forces individuals to become fucking stronger. No, it doesn't, dude. People just stay stupid. You're muted again, bro. You're muted again. So listen, I, people, th there's a guy, a great comedian named George Carlin. And George Fantastic. Carlin was, he was anti-establishment, you know, he cared about people. But the problem with, when you care about people and you feel powerless to help them is you start to get what's called sour grapes and sour grapes is basically like, ah, you know, I didn't want that anyway because it would have sucked. You know, I could have helped those people, but they're so dumb. They would have lost their money another way. You can't get disengaged. You can't get jaded. You can't give up on people. You have to keep trying. And I'm telling you, I designed something to get thousands, hundreds of thousands of people to do what you did because I designed something that mechanized and game theory mechanic improved their behavior. What do you I, think I the average well. stake length in Hex well. is? What do you think the average I, stake I, length in Hex is? I, I don't know. I it's don't Nobel Prize worthy. Means. It's so long, it'll drop your jaw. In the history of finance, there's never been any product that's ever been designed where people have locked up hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars now, for an average length of 6.37 years. You cannot, if you, if you make a, to get an yeah, average of six and a half six years. years. What the fuck? What are you talking about? I don't understand how that works. Well, you time lock your money. The average time oh, lock okay, in HEX okay, is 6.37 okay, 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 years. Okay, okay. Yep. And it used to be four years. But as the system is at 100% perfect flawless operation for several years now, people keep making longer and longer stakes. And so that, and I gave these coins away for free to Bitcoiners and I got them to take their coins off of exchange. I created something that gets people to delay gratification, not trade, get their coins off of exchange, give them to them for free, and we see huge emotional health benefits to these people that exceed what I was able to get them by writing self-help books, by producing self-help videos. The currency and getting people to have something beautiful to look through, forward to in the future outperformed in these people's lives emotionally anything that I tried to do directly. So I, I was outperformed as a self-help person by the currency, and I didn't design it to do that. I didn't know it would have that I, I, I would argue that you've um, potentially and you might need to be careful on this one is you've potentially given people the false illusion that they can make wealth, they can create wealth by locking something into effectively what you, and, and I'm going to use that's what words, you did. Like an effective Ponzi. An effective that's what Ponzi. you did. You're describing me I, or you, because that's what you did. No, 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 because I actually work. For you just work. don't realize I it. continue to work. No, <laughs> I, I, I build you just have more negative externalities. What I, you have is a negative. I write, I do all this other shit so that I can continue to build wealth. And then yeah, I just, I, I prefer to you to be a net buyer. Bitcoin. I like it. Yeah. So I'm just saying you Bitcoin and 
hex, and, and first of all, I could just choose pulse chain and sidestep all this stuff, right? I could be like, oh, look, another consensus network, the more similar, and we have higher throughput, lower fees. What about the pre-mines of those, please? Uh, well, yeah, there's a, a bunch of centralized supply, just like when Satoshi used to have 100%. When new networks start, they're centralized. So every new network has to start from a specific locus. No matter how much marketing energy you put but it in, you're, you're going to have less people in the beginning than later. You mind, just to clarify, no, you pre but there's difference between centralization and ownership and centralization and network structure. And Bitcoiners mix this up all the time. It is extremely useful to have censorship resistance. It is the only good thing a blockchain does. Otherwise, it's just an expensive database. The world's most unreliable and most expensive database. You literally have to check back in that it was written and it wasn't orphaned and dropped. You have to check back in that there wasn't a fork, which would be similar to bit rot in the normal world. You have to run your own computers offline to verify that the chain that you're looking at is the real chain and you're not part of an eclipse attack and that it's the longest chain. There's a bunch of really crappy things that go into designing in a, a software that touches a blockchain. And so in, in our blockchain systems, when you, uh, God darn it, the answer got so long, I missed the first part. What was I talking about? Why did you pre-mine hex? Oh, sure. So when you have a, when you have a centralized mining ecosystem, they can censor transactions, they can perform 51% attacks. And so having centralized, having centralization at the node infrastructure is very damaging. But having centralization in the ownership is very powerful which is why the majority of every valuable thing in the entire world is centrally owned. So for instance, you'll see Elon Musk talking crap about Dogecoin because it has too many whales, but he owns 20% of Tesla. You'll see that uh, 2,300 addresses hold 42.3% uh, of all Bitcoin. You're conflating that with control of Bitcoin, the network? No, I'm showing you that they're separate. That's my point is that they are separate. I'm doing the opposite of conflation. I'm delineating their differences. Massive centralization and the control structure of the coins has not affected the censorship resistance of the network because they're orthogonal. They, they're at 90 degrees to each other. They're in the same ballpark. They're two sides of the same coin, but they're different. Centralized ownership is very powerful for price. And it's the reason that you see all these ERC-20s with massively centralized ownership doing absolutely insane run-ups that Bitcoin can't do because Bitcoin's too decentralized in the ownership. It's too heavy now. So I, I have to de-educate people of these very common memes that they fall on, which is censorship resistance, good. Decentralization and network, good. Decentralization and ownership, actually bad for price. And no one else yeah, advertises if that. If you're not here for price, it's not bad for price at all. You're here for US dollar fiat gains, so it appears bad to you. But for someone nope. who's looking for stable, unconfiscatable like store of property. You gotta stop saying unconfiscatable because Ross Ulbricht gets really angry when you do that. Why? Because he got all his Bitcoin confiscated. Yeah, because he got personally targeted. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, you guys need to stop. Like, listen, I want to help. The better Bitcoin does, the better I do. I would hope that you guys could on-ramp tons of people. Now, look, I'd rather buy my thing than your thing. But if they're going to buy something, I'd rather they buy your thing than GameStop stock or AMC stock or whatever. Okay, I, I prefer people buy. If you're going to, if you won't buy my thing, buy Ethereum. If you won't buy Ethereum, buy Bitcoin. Fine. But like, you know, you got to stop lying about it. You should never say the words unconfiscatable, not a single time ever in your life, because it gets confiscated constantly. Crypto is confiscated every day. It gets confiscated the at the bridge, day. dude. It gets confiscated at the bridge, the docking points that yeah. we're discussing. Yeah, and, and to the end okay. user, that matters what? But that's the same as you. They can un they can confiscate someone's fucking hex. Same well, they thing. can turn off AWS and you're fucked. Yeah. So, no, I mean, it's totally, I mean, that, no, they can't. That's an even dude, bigger I already explained problem. this. I told you that you have just-in-time resiliency. We already saw Infura go down and everything was fine. Copy-paste a different RPC code. 
You guys are making stuff up and it's not necessary. Your, your argument against <clears throat> unconfiscatability is exactly... No, just use better terms. Say censorship resistant. Just say censorship resistant. It's resistant. It's, you can still look. If you lose your keys, you lose your money. It's not but unconfiscatable. Bitcoin, it's on just the a, Bitcoin it's just, network, on the Bitcoin network, <clears throat> in that realm, it is unconfiscatable. That is actually by definition true. So, so, so let's, let's assume that... Let's just play a game here. If you're into scamming people with linguistics, now, you go ahead and scam them, but I'm going to tell them no, the truth. I'm not, I'm, no, it's no, not no, unconfiscated. Let's, let's uh, if you lose your keys, it gets confiscated. Now, That's it. By who? By anybody that has your keys. It's a race. Whoever uses their keys first gets the money. Because here's the other thing. You don't even have your own money. I, there's nuance in Bitcoin that's actually very useful from a legal term. And since we're all under regulatory attack right now, I want you guys to use a superior language. You do not even hold your own Bitcoin. Your Bitcoin is held on the network. You do not even have custody of your own Bitcoin. You just happen to think you have you're the, the only person that has that key. But you don't even really know if you're the only person that has that key. Because you could have a rat malware, a remote access trojan on your computer that also has that key. Or someone could have evil maid attacked you and put a keylogger on your computer when you What's took a piss. Or someone could have a camera over your shoulder when you type in your seed words. You don't actually know that you're the only person that has that key to those funds which are actually custodied on chain. And it's important because they're attacking us from a custody angle. The government no. is attacking all of us right now. And we need to get this language very precise and very clear to help unscrew ourselves. Like another trick that they're using in the government, unhosted wallet. So if I just happen to be one of the people that may know the keys to this address, that's called an unhosted wallet. And we stuck an adjective in the front with un. How about I just know the key? I have knowledge. Am I allowed to have knowledge of math still? And what about mining? Am I allowed to run computation on my computer? Because that's all it is. And if money is speech, which Citizens United ruling at the Supreme Court in the United States says that money is speech, and if privacy is a right that we're all supposed to have, Fourth Amendment, United Nations Charter, etc., why is every new law violating privacy? And why privacy do they- Privacy is not a right. Privacy is a responsibility and it's a service. This idea that no. privacy is a right. No, no, you, you can't like, you can't just conjure up a fucking right without there being a responsibility on the other side. Okay? So someone has to provide the right. Am, am I am I right or wrong? Like, so if you're I wrong. Have a right they're given by housing, God. Every single every single document that has to do with human rights says that they're given by God and not given human by rights are, the country. There's only property rights. Human rights are a fucking scam. Human rights are just things that people make up to encroach upon other people's property rights. No, don't don't fucking scratch your head. You have like, like talk, only talk, two talk things through left through of the government that could still maybe try and help you fight back, and you're like, no, I don't believe in those couple things that I have left. Look, man. No, hold on. D the Bill of Rights. Explain to me what's a human right. What's, what's a human right? Give me, give me an sure. example. Okay. Your ability to freedom of movement is a human right. You're not allowed to abridge someone's freedom of movement without a very strong reason to do so. Your ability to speak or address your government. Your, abil your ability to... Like, movement is a property right, by the way. But anyway. Yeah, the, the, life, liberty, and property right, was a big thing that the states was founded okay. on. And all I don't know why you would fight rights? against those. They're one of the only things no. we kind of barely have left in this world, man. Right? It's all fucking clown world, except that. Yeah, like, that's the yeah. only good the, thing. The we problem have is with, with the emergence of fucking human rights and all this fucking fluff is that we've created, like, basically what ends up happening is they get politicized. And then under the banner of human rights, they keep like no, the, the idea of a right keeps encroaching. The only thing it that changed. actually exists is a property right. When I was growing the only up, thing that exists is a property right. when I was growing up, these lawyers would go and fight for the right for Nazis to have marches. And the saying at the time when I was growing up was, I may not agree with what you say, but I'll fight for your right to say it. And then that shit stopped and it went away. 
and times changed and the liberal left became the absolute opposite. The people that fought for free speech now want you banned and canceled everywhere they possibly can. The people that fought Mm -hmm. for nonviolence now use maximum violence to remove your rights from you. Things changed. And that's that's because we made everything a fucking right. That's because we, so no. we, we, we conflated, we conflated human rights with property rights. So what we did was we encroached upon everyone's actual property rights with a bunch of fantasy human rights. Seriously, we're actually on the same page. You're just mis- you're we mis- actually like, agree We here. want the same things, but you're misidentifying this, the mechanism this- by which it went wrong. It didn't go wrong because we got more rights. It went wrong because we stopped having the rights we thought we used to have. When things went digital, no, 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 no. I'm gonna the have to prove it to you. We stopped having the original rights is because we encroached upon the other rights. Is because I'm gonna prove it to you. we stopped realizing that with every fucking right there comes a responsibility. So then what happens is when you create a new human right, then it's someone else's responsibility to pay for that fucking right. It's, really? So what you do is you move from the haves to the have nots. That's effectively what fucking democracy and socialism and communism is. Think, just, think about it. You just listed three things you, that don't agree with each other. And then stuck them under the same unit. Like, what? What are these? They, like? they do. Socialism, democracy, and communism are the exact, exactly the same thing. They're collectivist models of taking a large group of people and whatever the what really you're gonna you're you're a democracy maximalist, are you? No. I'm, look, capitalism is more effective than socialism, and the wisdom of crowds makes better decisions than committees. And people that have more correct. choices so, are likely to evolve more efficient marketplaces with better products and lower prices. Correct. So democracy, socialism, and, it, and communism are just flavors of the same stupidity, no, they're not. which is trying to use politics to make economic decisions. That's Algebra is are. not calculus. And the United States existed before central banking existed. What you're saying is nonsensical. There was a time when every dollar was backed by gold. There was a time before the Fed. Stop saying that this is all government's fault. There's different levels of suck and they're responsibility for the suck is different parties. I'll give you an example of one of them, okay? In the United States, in the analog world, before digitization, it was a federal crime to read someone else's mail. If you went in their mailbox and you opened their mail, it was a federal crime and they would screw you up. Mm-hmm. That was the rights we had in the analog world. Then the digital world came and now everyone reads your email and the EU even had a law that mandated that they got to save a copy of your email in case they ever wanted to screw Fuck you up, up some years in the future. And that apparently went away through GDPR. But the the issue is that in the analog world, you have the right to privacy. And in the digital world, you have the right to getting gang banged and having your data sold to everybody. Totally. Because guess what? That data is not yours. It's not your property. And that made the world worse place. Correct. So that's the nuance. So we had no more property rights because under that definition. But that was never going to be your property. Like it it was someone else's letter sent to you. Like, I mean, look, listen. I have the solutions to these things and to cry and whine about them isn't the solution, okay? I'm engaging with the parliament members in the EU that are attacking Bitcoin right now as we speak, okay? There are two people in charge of making it so that every single crypto transaction will have to be accompanied with the person that's receiving its name and address, every transaction regardless of price. Let them try They'll fail. Oh my God, dude. That's what you would think about. They can't ban Bitcoin mining in China because that's where all the miners are. And then it, they did it and it happened. No, no, and so they, like they, they, things these, can these suck. These people are bumbling fucking fools. These people are That's true, but fools. they're bumbling fools with the power of the pen and the, the prison state behind them. And if we, can, mm-hmm. if we can get them to pass better laws or no laws, like for instance, so I have to positively frame it. 
So I have to not come hard and be like, I'm this and I'm that and you suck and all that. I have to be nice and friendly because they have the power and I don't. And say, hey, you know, I see that you guys support Ukraine. I see it in your profile pic. Did you know that people are escaping Ukraine with Bitcoin right now? And wouldn't it be a wonderful time to help cryptocurrency save these people and save Ukraine and delay these regulations into the future? You can't solve politics with technology. You have to actually do the politicking. And what bothers me is that that there's a lot of people in crypto that have more, well, not a lot, but there's some people in crypto that have more money than me, and they're not allocating it to saving their own bags. So we have Coin Center in the United States, and they try and do a good job, and they get in front of Congress, and they, and they present good testimony. Uh, but in the EU, there ain't no coin center. And the EU just about banned proof of work, and now they're just about to get rid of your ability to just send transactions. Dude, it is a the nightmare. EU are banning themselves from fucking existence. They, you know, oh. they fucking turned off their own energy production facilities. They're a fucking basket case when it comes to an economic um, Yeah, but let's not, you know, let's not give up like on the, them. Let's try and save them. It's, I mean, no, send the, a tweet. The thing is that whole, that whole fucking edifice needs to crumble. Um, and unfortunately, <laughs> no, unfortunately, you could fix yeah, it because it's, no, you can't fix you the can. fucking thing that's rot. If it's rotted, you if can. it's broken, if it's decayed, you, you, you no, but, I mean, no, oh, you're lying. Listen, idea is I told you that they had a data, a data retention directive where they had to save the emails. And then I told you that they got rid of it because they made it better. And then they had the GDPR. So they introduced they data introduced privacy and got rid of the terrible passports. thing. Then they introduced fucking vaccine passports. Yeah, like they, at the end of the please day, don't, they, they hey, don't I wouldn't talk shit. about that, dude. I like Bitcoin Magazine's channel to be just like it is. Don't talk yeah, about okay, it. Trust fair. me. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, look, at the, at the end of the day, the, the those bumbling fools are about as fucking smart as a retarded donkey. They they don't understand what they're touching. They think that they can control the uncontrollable. They they have no concept of understanding complex systems. They think insulting them is not going to get us better and, regulation, bro. We need to try and influence them from what already influences them. They care about Ukraine. Hey, guys, crypto helps Ukraine. You guys care about anonymity. Guess what? Everybody that's tried to hack with uh, Bitcoins got caught. Look, the Phoenix guys got caught. They tried to mix. It didn't work. These guys got caught. They tried to mix. It didn't work. Look, Ross Ulbricht, he tried to be cool with it. He, He got caught. When you're talking to the people that have got their hand around your throat, you speak to them from their own language, and I'm trying to tell you how to help Bitcoin survive Fantastic. this regulatory and, and if, attack. And if, if you can do anything good there, keep fucking I'm trying, them down dude, and like, confusing look, them and doing. All I'm late shit. in the game. At the end, I don't. I'm not, you, I'm not. I haven't been playing they, the politics game. They lose. Man. Everybody that else. Is, I would like to interject if I may. Uh, firstly, for everyone on Twitter Spaces, we are not having people come up and join us. We are simulcasting this on YouTube, and this is being recorded for a podcast episode. I have been sent a couple of things, Richard, that I want you to answer to. Um, pulling it up right now. Whalepool. There are some comments that you had made on Whalepool years ago. Whalepool sucks. There's like five guys there now. Five. I'd like you to either rebuff or the defend the claim that you have lost money trading. And in that group, you came out and said <laughs> the only way to make money is to make your own coin. No, it's retarded. So you can see me quoting that the people that make the most money in crypto are founders and holders and the traders get wrecked. You can see me calling the top on the day multiple times on my Twitter feed. You can see me calling bottoms. You can see me like getting it right better than anyone else has ever gotten it right. And, you know, in Whalepool, when there was users there, which there's not now, it was just a bunch of guys just kind of sitting around and margin trading or whatever. And it was just a fun way to pass the time. But like, it, 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 
<laughs> no one's publishing You're, their profit and loss charts. We're also not answering the question. So again, I ask. Oh, no. Well, like, I don't talk about my finances. It's stupid for me to do it. So let me tell you part of the reason why I don't do it. One, why is everyone always saying not financial advice? Because if people get wrecked, you don't want it to be your problem, right? And you don't want to go to jail or whatever. Two, as a founder of a currency, I have to be very, very careful to be even more restrictive with my language, to make no forward-looking statements about my currency. And so what you see me do with my things is I never tell you what I buy, what I sell, uh, what I own, none of those things. So I'm in this for personal sovereignty and giving the evil people in the world the angles on me doesn't help anybody. What? What? Well, you have claimed several times that these like kind of bullshit claim, uh, chains you invented are going to be like the future of money and security and solve Bitcoin's problem. So, so that's false. And also, no, it's they're just, just it depends on if you're, you don't have skin in the actual game that you invented and are using to manipulate people sell their Bitcoin. To buy I mean, that's a lot of ad hominems in a row. I'd like to peel the onion there. Uh, one, you can go use my products right now. Right now, they have 100% flawless uptime where Bitcoin does not. Two, I gave my coins away for free like Satoshi did. Let me know when you give me some free money. Three, uh, I raised $27 million for charity to save your life. You let me know when you raise some money for me to save my life. You do anything to save my life, sir, and I can't help you. You have to help yourself, and that's like a food problem. I can't help you. Yeah. Pro tip, you eating better doesn't improve your uh, like future of humanity. If you want the future of humanity to be better, we need technology. That helps everyone else that's not in your gene pool, which is the vast majority well, actually, of everybody. The, food, the future of humanity wouldn't be quite so bleak if people weren't just eating fucking soy or whatever it is you guys eat all day. Oh, my totally. God. Totally. So, I nice. mean, look. You do not I know you're respond to that. It's fine. Continue. He's just, he's mad. It's okay. If my price chart looked like that, I'd be mad too. So, if the, the point is very simple. Progress exists if you fight for it. The natural state of mankind is not progress. We've seen lots of regression. You have maximum censorship, maximum woke culture, minimum rights, minimum privacy. Everything, almost everything in the world that I'm aware of has gotten worse, except these new AMD CPUs are cool. This new uh, 600 watt NVIDIA GPU that's gonna come out, the 4080, looks cool. The electric cars from Tesla are cool. My thousand horsepower Ferrari is cool. Uh, but like everything else sucks. And the stuff I'm building is cool. But the majority of things in the world suck. And so I care about anonymity, security, privacy, censorship resistance, no admin keys. I just told you 600 million got lost to a bridge error earlier today, like two hours ago. Someone has to fix all these things. And it's not going to be the guy sitting on the sideline saying, I don't care about the price. I've locked up my coins forever. People deserve to get wrecked. I'm quoting Alex here. It's not good. He's not a good representative for the brand. And to tell you the truth, Michael Saylor taking on leverage now, buying the top, telling people to sell their house, mortgage their house, take on leverage themselves, get loans. It's disgusting. And it's what will cost people their life savings. And it's very risky. And he's not including you'd, the- You'd be saying something very different if he was doing that to buy Hicks, I guarantee I don't believe in it. You've never heard me ever tell anyone ever to take a loan to buy Hex or even Bitcoin ever. Like the maximum risk statement I even said for Bitcoin was like, if you take on like 2x leverage and the price never drops by half, which in a bull run it doesn't, you could do well. That was like the maximum risky statement I ever made. Like I, guys, I'm out here solving problems. I'm getting people to take their coins off exchanges. I'm giving away free coins. I'm increasing throughput. I'm increasing security. I'm doing security audits. I'm doing every single thing to make the world better. I'm, I'm fighting on the regulatory angle. Like you guys should love me to tell you the truth. 
I just I just tell you the stuff about Bitcoin you Dude, don't like every, to hear. Every Bitcoin is doing something similar, man. You know, no, they're to, not. To their own capacity. Yes, Bro, they no, are. they're not. Yes, they are. Tone Vase, yeah. Tell me about Tone Vase. Tell me what Tone Vase is doing. He, teach, uh, he sells you a program on how to get wrecked. You could lose all your money on your own for free, or you could lose it faster with his advice by giving him something. Tone, Tone's okay, doing no, his no, own no, thing. We don't, we're not debating whatever. Tone. We're not debating yeah. Tone. In fact, I want to point out something that has happened repeatedly on this. Richard, you have avoided the question that was asked and presented to you. What? How much money? What do I trade? I'm not telling you. How much money do no. I have? I'm not telling you. What coins do I have? Uh, I'm not telling you. I did not ask you how much hex you have. I asked you if you made claims saying the only way to make money in this space is to have your own coin. And then you go off and you have tried to make your own coin once before, failed at doing that, and then you created Hex. You have flat out avoided the question. So again, I ask you one last time the opportunity to present what that thought process is for you and explain it. The people that make the most in cryptocurrency are founders of coins and exchanges and holders. And the people that lose the most money in crypto are traders. I already answered that once. I just answered it again. And so you're, I guess you want me to answer it a third time. Yes. If you want to get rich in crypto, be a founder or a holder. I'm both. Based on this logic, based on this logic that you have now presented mm -hmm. and based on everything you have said, mm -hmm. you as a founder of Hex, does that not make you someone who is going to be taking advantage of all the traders of your platform and then turning around and getting rich off of what they are buying from you based on the definition you have now provided? How much percentage of supply does Satoshi have? Should he own oh any? You educate me. 5%. It used to be 100%. We it think, goes down over time think, because of inflation. We think, and it doesn't matter. Okay, so why are you asking me if it doesn't let matter? Let him finish point, Svetsky. Please continue, Richard. Yeah. In capitalist societies, having skin in the game makes things work better, not worse, which is why you see the companies that do the best have highly centralized ownership profiles. Zuckerberg, whose company up until recently absolutely murdered as far as prices go, did great for decades. Only recently it started to suck. He has like the vast majority of the voting shares and huge portions of the non-voting shares. Centralized ownership from decision makers is the most successful strategy that we've ever seen in capitalist societies for the creation of value for shareholders. I have designed things that have created thousands of millionaires and to be demonized for caring about something that creates millionaires, for caring about something that does something better because it may benefit me is a little bit crazy. Like, yes, it should benefit me. I should right, what feel great about it. I should do wonderful because it made the world a better place. Like, yes, and you want me to keep having more great experiences as a founder, so I keep making better things. I don't, like, for guys that support capitalism and don't like socialism, these questions are weird. Okay, so, so what I heard there is that you just compared your currency, because that's, again, your words that you said earlier, you just compared your currency to a company. Yeah, um, yes. And, and, and this is, so, so this is where I think things get completely, you know, divergent, is that when, when we're talking about money, nobody, like th this is the central banking problem, is that no, like a central bank has their own skin in the game and they can, by issuing money, by having the capacity to issue money, they get an unfair fucking advantage. I you can't mint not hex. Be able to, it doesn't matter if you can mint it. You just mint something else. That's the whole fucking thing. You've, you've gone from hex. Now you're doing pulse chain. So, so that's the whole fucking thing is that if you, you change you the thing, it's not inflation. If I go buy yes, new yes. underwear, I haven't inflated the Bitcoin supply because they're two different things. If I create hex, money it doesn't affect the Bitcoin supply. Money is not a product. Stop conflating money with a product. Okay, money is a it convergent is. network. In, you no, buy it, not, you sell it, it has a price. You're just too dumb to realize it's a product. 
which is why your yeah. feature set sucks because you don't treat it like a product. You don't market it like a product. It's a product. Dude, Everything's a product. No, Getting hired is a product. You have to package yourself and dress a certain way and act a certain way to get a job. Marketing over and time, building products is over time. The, so what, why? Okay, t explain to me why gold emerged as a standard from a monetary sense. It was convenient. There, there wasn't so many things that were as easily recognizable and divisible and rare. Um, now I would say Bitcoin is better than gold because it's more easily divisible, more easily recognizable, more so, rare, less negative externalities. A, a functional world, a functional <clears throat> world will always converge upon a. No, it's not true. Money, a single money. Yes, it will. No, it's it not. Will. That's well, why altcoins are outperforming crypto. I used to believe no, like you did, and then I measured it, and it turns out the alts are outperforming Bitcoin, not this the other way around. Like an, You're at the top of an S-curve. Everything else is at the beginning of an S-curve, no, which is why your adoption is falling and everything else's adoption is accelerating. We, we are talking about a short-term time frame. You're talking about a, a two, five, ten-year period. The, the evolution of money and the, trans the transition from shit money through to perfect money, which is what Bitcoin represents, is going to, what's going to come with it is a whole lot of fucking noise, a whole lot of shit coins, a whole lot of Ponzi's, a whole you lot of You sound like a guy that sells Herbalife, bro. You sound like an Herbalife salesman. What the fuck You sound like someone that wants me to Bitcoin. join your pyramid scheme. I, I point to you the key scheme. performance indicators. Literally, I point you just flipped that fucking on its head, dude. You're the one fucking selling your own coin. No, I'm not, like, dude. I don't get a fucking benefit if you buy Bitcoin. I don't give a fuck. Yes, which is why you have a tragedy so of the commons, like which is why how's you can't like pay your devs, which is why yeah, you is can't like perform life? marketing, which is why you don't have a NASCAR, which is why I'm trying to tell you if you treated it more like a business, you'd be winning instead of losing. No, because if we treat it like a business, we defeat the purpose of what fucking money is. The, the, you guys making electricity companies and mining hardware companies rich because you're not smart enough to change your proof of work is making the world worse, not better. You should just do a proof of work change. The whole world already figured it out. There's 20 proof of stake systems that have been working fine for years, but you guys are like, it's not happening. It's not happening. Yes, it's happening. It's already happened. You just the aren't learning about to, it. The only way to link the physical and the digital is through energy. That's the only way to fucking do it. Okay? Yeah. So and what do you think you use to buy someone else's stake? Important. Yeah, you buy it from somebody else instead of from the evil mining uh, company. You buy it no, from someone no, else no, that's no, like no. you, a similar person. No. And what, what, what Bitcoin does is it transforms. You bought an S9 miner, right? Who'd you give your money to? Some dude on fucking right. eBay. Or and you continue to pay who now in order to run it? The electricity company. Uh, and so you're correct. a slave Cause, cause, to those two people. No, I'm not a fucking, no, I'm not a slave. No, no? Because, I mean, okay, so are you a slave when you fucking watch TV or fucking? I don't watch TV. Are you TV. a slave right now? Okay, are you a slave using your computer to the electricity company? You know, a so, so that that, yeah, that a argument little. is a fucking moot point, okay? Someone's got to no, produce the electricity. No, you can't argue for decentralization, and then I point out that you're hypocritical and that you're full of centralization, and then you say, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. It does matter, by your own definition. You care about decentralization, which means mining pools bad, few mining hardwares worse than more mining hardwares, less countries legal to mine worse than more countries, the possibility of government attack that you guys haven't got a solution to ready. Ethereum has a solution to change the proof of What's work the now. What's the solution? Well, they wanted to get rid of ASIC miners and they've wanted to get rid of ASIC miners for a long time and certain and coins do. And it's not going to happen. And it's not going to happen. They're doing the merge within what, three months, four months, they say, who knows, maybe it takes a year. But at some point, they will get rid of proof of work. It's happening. And they're not the no, only okay, guys so, to do oh, sorry, it. I, I misunderstood that. So what's... what's well, they have what two. They have two. So, so first of Hold all, on, they already have... What I was saying have... was not going to happen is that proof of work's not going away. Proof of work will always be around. No, but that's worse for the world. No, it's proof not of... better for the world. 
because it actually prices energy accurately over time. A proof of work system needs to scale up the amount of energy that it utilizes in direct proportion to the amount of value that it is defending. So that the cost of the 51% attack is higher and higher, the more value the network is protecting. And so you have no idea where that threshold is. Nobody has. We, we do no because we see crap coins that are proof of work. We see crap coins getting attacked with rented hash from nicehash.com rather often, which is why it's better to be a proof of stake coin without minority hash rate so that no one can use nice hash rented hash to attack you. Dude, We've the seen attack vector on proof of stake is so much easier. You just no, go not. to the fucking bag holders who pre-mine the shit and then you change the rules there. Simply. And what, you borrow it from them and say, hey, lend this to me so I can destroy the value of it and then I'll give it back to you? It doesn't work, which is why you've never seen it. It doesn't work, which is why you've never seen it. Listen, Bullshit. these all That's these attacks... attack vector for the so-called uh, regulatory no. arbitrage. Is that like if the World Economic Forum or something like that wants to change something with it? They're attacking you, not me. Down, they'll have a chat with fucking Vitalik and they will say, hey, no. let's do this this way. Simple as that. The WEF guys and the EU guys are attacking you with proof Correct, of work. We're the real threat. They're empowering the threat. me. If I, if I didn't defend those guys, Pulse Chain would do better. No, no, I'm not. I'm still doing the honest thing and supporting Bitcoin and supporting proof of work because it's disgusting that they'd be able to pass that law. I'm defending you guys against my own economic interests. If I was acting my own economic interests, I'd say, yeah, proof of work is destroying the environment and it will destroy more the higher the price goes. So kill it now and then come to Pulse Chain where we don't blow up the environment. We don't well, have an maybe environmental Maybe you're not that retarded yet. Maybe but you're not I, that I'm being yet, honest, you know, guy. That's a false claim. No, you, you every day that you run your miner perform something which hurts the environment and the price. No, it doesn't hurt You the earn coins oh, okay. and then Dude, you sell those coins to, to pay for a Every day you use your computer, you fucking hurt the environment. Every day someone uses a dryer, you hurt the environment. Every it day someone, orders of every magnitude less. Dries, no, it's not. No, a fucking dryer actually You're uses talking more Bitcoin energy miner. than my fucking miner. I've, I've run my own Bitcoin mining farm. You're not going to tell me Dude, about Bitcoin. I used Christmas to mine Bitcoin, lights, full blocks on my vehicles. own. Like, okay, let's think about how much money is wasted by MasterCard and the Federal Reserve yes, and but Visa that and American Express and all of the agree. bullshit that is required. That stuff in order sucks to keep too. The world functioning. Yes, they both suck. Orders all negative externalities suck. All people want is a consensus network they can trust. That's all they want. Correct. And we know and that they have trustable consensus. Where you yes. get influence over people. Because what you do is Reality you move the influence you, you move the. No, sure. Tell me the proof is. Tell me two proof of stack networks that have had consensus problems. Go. Because they're irrelevant. They're irrelevant. No one cares. <laughs> they're not worth attacking yet. They're I could list you five. Bic I could list you five proof of work networks. Because they're all shit coins. Because they don't have any fucking hash rate. Because no one gives a fuck. Ready? Let no no. Let's go over some coins that have had inflation bugs. XLM Lumens. Just I'm trying to teach you about the blockchain, man. Dude, Can you please let me teach you. They're all shit coins. It doesn't matter. It matters because people are losing money on them, okay? I'm trying to save people. Just learn. I'm telling you, this only takes a minute. Stop being Jesus Christ, for fuck's sake. He was skinny. I'm more like a Santa. So we have, <laughs> we've had Bitcoin with two inflation bugs. Good one. We've, thank you. <laughs> Bitcoin with two inflation bugs. XLM had an inflation bug. Monero had an inflation bug. Bitcoin had an inflation bug. Uh, there's been other ones. I made a whole list of them. Yeah, Bitcoin had an inflation bug in the early days. It doesn't have any inflation Two years bug ago ain't the early days, man. Two years ago. Maybe three. It now. wasn't two years ago. I think it's four or five. Actually, it was 2017, mm, wasn't it? Well, it's, it's 2022, bro. I know, I know the last two go, years. If you go to hex.com Bitcoin, the date is there. I list you the CVE and, and read it to you. There are systems which are more resistant to these types of bugs. Proof-of-stake systems are more resistant. My systems that I design are more resistant. 
there are better and worse software. There's more and less attack surface. There's more and less modularity. More modularity is better. More spec is better. More audit is better. And more battle testing is better. And I ask you for instances. Uh, Bitcoin's got parade. the most battle testing, but okay. No, but, but you're it's like having a door lock. You have a door, which is called hash rate, and you put 50 locks on that door. And then you put 100 locks on that door. And then next to it, you have a window called software bugs. And you keep adding more and more hash rate to the place where you're not having bugs. And you're never addressing the code complexity issue where you are having bugs. More hash rate does not make you more secure, which is why your critical vulnerabilities list is gigantic. And none of those vulnerabilities was due to a hash rate problem. You don't have a hash rate problem. You have a code quality problem. And you can either throw you money at it and make it better or let it keep sucking. So I'm telling you that your, your idea Human that beings software security equals hash rate that. is remedial and, no, and I didn't tangential. Say no, no, no. I, I, I didn't say that. I never said you're, that. That's you're saying that all the these other coins I just said balls, we can engineer around them, it. Look, has anyone lost money at the it's consensus layer network with XRP? No. Has anyone lost money at the consensus layer with XLM? No, but they had an inflation bug. Has anyone lost money at the consensus layer with Ethereum? Yeah, but the Dow hacker like five years ago. Are you seriously ago. fucking defending XRP as something that is a logical yes. idea? Yes, I, I think it is a very grossly improperly marketed thing where they say banks are going to use it, which they're not. They say banks are using it, which they're not. But as far as the consensus network, it is fast, it is cheap, and no one's had any problems with it. I'm willing to no one uses act. It. Oh, well, they do. They, they do. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I mean, people don't realize this. You guys have to, if you pull your like head out of your stance. A couple fucking XRP assholes on listen, fucking Twitter use it. Congratulations. If you pull your head out of the sand and start looking at key performance indicators and on-ramping of new users, on-ramping of developers, building out feature sets, building out products, looking at adoption, you're going to realize that there are a lot of products out there in the world making real traction with real users, and they're not coming to Bitcoin because they can't, and they'll never be able to. And if you don't, like... They'll all end up on Bitcoin because they have to. That's the beautiful <laughs> thing. As their fucking lives dissolve around them, as the next fucking Ponzi scheme collapses, as the government starts <laughs> fucking taking what they have, as all the fucking proof of stake shit <laughs> that they own begins... You sound like Peter Schiff, man. I had the same conversation with Peter Schiff. And maybe, he said maybe I was only Peter looking Schiff at a forty-year chart. He made fun of me because I wasn't looking long-term enough. I was only looking at a forty-year chart because I showed him a twenty-year period where it was down versus the dollar, not even inflation for the inflation, just down versus the dollar That's outright. Fine. Maybe I'm the Peter Schiff of Bitcoin. Fantastic. Right. You'll yeah, wait I'll, till I'll all of on. the opportunities okay. gone. You'll wait till all the innovation has been had. No. You'll be the last guy to figure it out. That the, you'll be the Nokia. You'll be Nokia. No. Because I am someone of self-restraint, because I know that I could easily roll a shit coin. I know that I could easily, with my business, I could easily introduce new shit coins. I can easily, I could list hex tomorrow if I want to on Amber. We can mm -hmm. do all that sort of stuff. But yeah. the measure of a man is in his ability to Why aren't you on restraint. Amber's website, by the way? I went and clicked about us and you're not there. Yeah, do they not like you or what? Let, well, no, let's say that um, I would prefer to remain outspoken, which is not consistent with... Uh, being uh, the head of a financial services company, so let's leave that one there. All right. Um, so, so similar to you, you know, you've got some. I'll let it you, slide. You've got some. No, that's fine. Don't um, make me bring know, up no Shark Tank, question. bro. Don't make me do it. <laughs> hey, you can do it, but hey, you know, we, we can both talk about each other's past as much as you want to, but you know, no, you I'm awesome. I like I got robbed in Panama. Like, okay, I I got robbed. Sorry, guys, but like I'm great. I like me. I think everyone should like me. So I want, listen, I want to. I would ahead. like to interject. If I may. Yes, please. I'd like the two of you to discuss absolute scarcity. Bitcoin with its purest form of 21 million. Yep. Talk to us a little bit, Richard, about how sure. you solve this problem. Okay. With X. So 
people have these backwards conceptions that I have to de-educate them of, and I'm the only person that does it, and so I'm really proud of those ideas. The ideas that are mine from their heart, like from the beginning, like for instance, he said pumpamentals earlier. I made that word popular. I own pumpamentals.com, and he used it because I, as a thought leader, led in that direction. So another one of these examples was, when was the best time to buy Bitcoin? When it was the most centralized, the most illiquid, and the same thing goes for stocks as well. Like if you could have bought Google stock from Larry Page, you'd be better off to do it. Well, another example of this is inflation. So when Bitcoin's price performed the best was also when its inflation was the highest. Bitcoin used to inflate annualized at thousands of percent APY, and then every four years it would drop in half. And so for instance, with Hex, we started it with a lower maximum inflation of 3.69, compared to Bitcoin's 3.89 when it reached 20,000. Now it had another halfening. I think it's at about, I don't know, 1.48 or something like that, um, or 1.87 or something. So what Bitcoin had, which people have misunderstood entirely, is it hyperinflated in the beginning and had the best gains in the beginning. And then as it reduced its inflation, it also reduced its price performance, but people get it all backwards. They're like, wait a second, supply and demand, more inflation means bad. And then you're like, no, actually go look at the chart. It matters who's getting the inflation and what they're doing with the inflation. And so what we did with Inhax is we reduced the inflation below Bitcoins, and then we incentivized uh, people to hold the price up by just paying the inflation to people that couldn't sell it anyway, because they're locked up. And then that increased the average stake length from two years, to three years to now about seven years. And the maximum stake length in the system is 15. And so to the market, the inflation is very rarely seen. You see a lot of people restaking it, treating it as a real savings store of value. And because people are treating it as a store, as a store of value, everyone can continue to win until you run out of humans. And then you get that S-curve. And then it gets flat. And then even if it is flat, you're still making that yield. And it's and because there's no negative externalities of having to buy mining hardware or electricity, people paying themselves a yield is really just equal to a stock split. There's no negative externality. So like, yes, you made yield, you made inflation, but... It, you didn't have to pay anybody for it, right? So that, I think that's part of the that, reason that why... That doesn't add up, but anyway. Well, I'm just... I mean, these things aren't debatable. The the parameters of the contract that are well audited. We have an economics no, I mean, it. like... No, no, no. Just the, the, the concept of, like, people paying themselves yield just doesn't add up. Well, that's what Bitcoin miners do. But they have a negative externality. Well, but they, they, they perform it. work. Correct. That's right. Exactly. Yes. Th exactly. So, so that, that is that is. You have to understand thing. the difference so there, there between is a, a benefit and a feature. A benefit is something that the user cares about. Faster computer. A feature is 4.3 gigahertz. Features are not benefits. Costs and negative externalities are not benefits. You enriching a mining hardware company or an electricity company does not make Bitcoin better. It makes it worse and it makes the environment worse. And I hope that one day I you guys just switch. I disagree with you. That's fine. I categorically but, disagree with you. But then let me ask you, ready? Watch this game. What happens if the government starts making SHA-256 miners? Congratulations, then we get stronger. We okay. win in hard. And what happens when they start rolling back transactions? Uh, they can try. Right. And then what will you do? Well, I mean, th th this is, again, another theoretical discussion about something that is probabilistically close to the impossibility. The answer is that you're going to change the proof of work using social consensus, the same social consensus you use to increase the block weight to 1.4 megabyte for SegWit, the same social consensus you uh. use to put Taproot in. 
you will stop a government attack using social consensus. And you could use that same awesome feature of Bitcoin to reduce environmental harm and reduce negative price pressure by stopping proof of work mining now. I mean, look, the Ripple guy just put out ads. He spent $5 million on ads today I know, what a to try and get you guys to do what's in your own best interests and stop blowing up the environment and selling the Bitcoin price down to do it. It's not necessary. It used to be in the beginning. In the beginning, we didn't know whether there were alternate systems of consensus which would function. And now we've had years and years and years of proof that they work just fine. And they're what you have Bitcoin's now anyway. Consensus, Bitcoin consensus is not just centered around Bitcoin mining. That's false. Okay. Bitcoin I'm the guy that, so I'm the guy that brought up the four parts. Ways. I'm the guy that brought up the yeah, exchanges, so, 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 the retailers, so don't, don't, the miners, and the software don't spin developers. It around. Okay, correct. And, and, and the node operators. So, so don't just fucking uh, well, those, revolve it the, around The node mining, operators okay? barely matter. They, they yeah, they do. They do. Barely. They do. I supported them. I was on UASF to no 2X, okay. but yeah. they only they and only mattered because they threatened the health of the wall. network. Yeah. Correct. By threatening the health of the network. It would have been basically a Sybil attack where new users would have logged on and not known which chain was the real chain because if good have got on the longer uh, UAS chef chain. In the end, we won. Like, In the end, we won. So but did that, you? that's what matters. Like, I bet did. your price might have been so, higher if the miners had one. I might have been on the wrong side of that historically. Because I thought the developers had the best interest of the protocol at heart. And then I saw all the developers leave Blockstream. And then I saw Blockstream have cloud mining and Liquid and support Tether. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, you guys changed. And, and I didn't get the block size increase that was on the roadmap. Doesn't matter. Blockstream's not Bitcoin. Blockstream's not Bitcoin. Okay. Stop conflating the two. I mean, like... No, know, it's, it's chain code labs now, and that's company. better. But like, you know, I just, I'm trying to help you guys, Blockstream. man. Bitcoin would be better if you stopped paying miners to blow up the environment. Miners suck. They've always sucked. You know Bitcoin Dude, Cash? Stop fucking talking about blowing up the environment because you know that's false. Stop. No, you, it's not. Now, they now turned, you're making Bitcoin miners, like Oh, really? Okay. Bitcoin miners turned on a coal plant that was off so that they could pollute the environment to mine Bitcoin. True or false? No. no okay. true. Okay. So let's, let's, let's get into the details of this, actually, because sure. that coal plant was already turned off. Yeah. So by Bitcoin miners turning on that coal plant again, mm -hmm. they actually start to help produce fucking energy in that space again and then listen listen what ends up happening is that it becomes economically feasible for people to come in and then use uh energy for other things so so what bitcoin does is it's kind of like a there's a there's a piece that you should read by brandon quidham called pioneer species which discusses the idea where we cannot tap into energy because it's non-economically feasible to go in there you start with bitcoin miners bitcoin miners actually incentivize the production of energy in places that it's non-economically feasible at the moment. And okay. then as uh -huh. you build industry and economy around it, then you price out the Bitcoin miners and then they move elsewhere so that you can start seeding energy in other places. More energy is a fucking good thing. Life is a function of energy carrying capacity. Like, so you know what? I'll just add energy burning to my otherwise perfectly clean proof of stake work and call it better. Now, by the way, let me tell you what your answer should have been so that you can promote Bitcoin better. Your answer should have been, hey, Richard, did you hear Exxon is actually taking gas that's being wasted out of the ground and literally just being released as methane into the air and instead choosing to burn it? And when they yeah, burn it, they cute. reduce the pollution and get to mine free Bitcoin that was the correct solution to that. No, 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 no. I actually don't think so because that falls into the frame that falls into the open to the window that we need to defend the energy usage. That is a good externality. You just, that was, you just but, did. 
You just told me burning energy is awesome because it, it lets there be more energy so other people can use it. And then the Bitcoiner guys go away. So you must love aluminum smelting. You must be like a tinfoil hat kind of guy because aluminum smelting uses way more electricity than Bitcoin. It's just a silly argument. Look, no, Bitcoin's strongest no, 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 no. argument or that its price went up 600 million percent. That's a really good argument. That it's That's censorship resistant. That's a great argument. That it has the mm -hmm. highest liquidity. Good argument. That it has most brand awareness. To a non-advanced speculator, that sounds awesome. That, but to someone that's that an actual it speculator, uses energy is a less fantastic fucking it. argument. That it uses energy is a fantastic argument because things that use energy are useful. The, a plane uses a hell of a lot more energy. You must love war then. The fucking Atlantic. You must love war. War uses no, there, a lot of energy. Okay, hold on. Nuclear is, weapons use is, a lot of energy. There is effective use of energy. And there is inefficient use of this. I agree with okay? you. I agree. We agree on that. So I, if, if I wanted to, I could sit here and I can turn on the fucking air conditioning so, and open up my fucking windows. And that would be a very stupid use of energy. Right. But Bitcoin is using energy and literally transforming it into an uncensorable but, form of fucking money that no prick can touch. And you can do that. That is with, a very good You can use. do that with alternate proofs of work, bro. You can do it with a useful Bitcoin. proof of work. You know, Satoshi supported Namecoin, right? You understand Satoshi supported altcoins. Like you might like, you might want to like go. And by the way, he supported gambling as well supported. by programming. Okay, I don't care what Satoshi supported. Good. I'm not fucking. I like good. that I'm answer. I'm not a BSV guy. That's right. I'm not a BSV guy. I don't give a fuck. That's why the original right. intentions and system design can be improved because he tried his best back then, and it could be better. And I'm telling you how to do it better. And I'm personally doing it better myself. I'm doing the world's doing largest airdrop for free. Gentlemen, we have about five, four minutes remaining. All right. I want to give you. Each I've enjoyed an this. I, I thought this was really remarks. good. Richard, I'll give you the floor for about 90 seconds. Hey, guys. Uh, Richard Hart on uh, YouTube. They ban me pretty often, so better that you follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash richardhartwin. I've raised $27 million for charity, uh, created Hex, which is the world's first time deposit, uh, monetizes the time value of money, uh, you know, gets people to do things that are healthy for them, spend more time in the market instead of trying to time the market. It did 10,000x returns in 623 days. It was given away for free to Bitcoin holders. The amount that was given away for free to Bitcoin holders is worth currently 500 million bucks, three times more about six months ago. I've called the Bitcoin top two cycles in a row. I've called the bottoms. Uh, I'm now doing the world's largest airdrop on Ethereum. Well, on our own network, we're copying every single coin on Ethereum. You'll get a copy on Pulse Chain for free. I have also, uh, I don't know, collect Ferraris, collect watches. I got 5 million bucks of Rolexes mostly. This is a million bucks. Isn't that funny? This has outperformed Bitcoin, by the way. So is this all my watches have actually outperformed Bitcoin this year, which is funny because they outperformed gold too. It's funny to drop that on Peter Schiff. I've called out fake Satoshi to his face. I support personal sovereignty. I get people to take their coins off exchange. Pulse Chain is going to get everyone to take their coins off those exchanges so that they get their copies instead of the exchange. I support sovereignty, uh, you know, minimal government horror, everything that's anti the clown world that we're in right now. And I believe uh, Bitcoiners and I, are on the right side of a lot of these issues. Um, they just could do things a little bit better. And I, I hope that they do. And I hope that I'm able to help them do it. Thank you very much, Richard. I mean, uh, Svetsky, the floor is yours. I mean, shit, I got no bling to sell you. I'm wearing a shirt that makes fun of mask wearers and fucking lemmings. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm a Bitcoin advocate. Simple as that. I, I have nothing to sell you but your own fucking freedom. Um, I don't have my own coin. I'll never have my own coin. Um, I just think that people should 
move the product of their labor into something that no government, no institution, no central bank, and no individual, whether Richard Hart or Brian Armstrong or fucking CZ or whoever else has the capacity to issue um, or run or operate. And I think the most important people can do is take ownership of the product of their labor via Bitcoin and help those they actually give a fuck about do the same. Um, those they can't help, those who want to make quick money, those who think that, you know, yield comes from nothing or, or whatever other fantasies they have that are a function of the clown world that we're living in. Um, I suggest leaving those people to learn the thing, you know, the hard way because you can't fucking help or save everyone. And, um, and yeah, other than that, you know, I've written well over a million words on Bitcoin, been on like 250, 300 podcasts. Um, also make a fool of myself sometimes, like fucking, yep, Shark Tank, as we all fucking do. I mean, you know, being a young, dumb 26-year-old, you know, mixing up capital raising with fucking entertainment, sure, um, made a mad fool out of myself. But hey, they only showed 15 minutes of the fucking 70 minutes I was in there. I actually mopped the floor with a couple of them, which they, you know, decided cut it to out. cut. But, Hey, censorship everywhere, that's, man. That's what, well, it's not censorship. I mean, that's just media. I was just young and fucking dumb, you know, walked into a set and made a fool I, out of myself. That's, I'd like to it. thank the Bitcoin magazine, guys. Uh, thank you for setting it up. I got to tell you, you know, uh, I put this open call out to Bitcoiners pretty often, and I'm really glad to have been able to engage with you guys. I think that people learned some cool stuff that they wouldn't have otherwise heard that had we not had this conversation. Thank you, boy. Thank you both for joining us for this conversation, this uh, debate, very lively and spirited. Uh, you are now both free to return to your respective corners of the world and go back to- I Take a piss, that. fuck. <laughs> I need to be so bad. Everyone watching on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, we are gonna cut to a quick commercial break. Everyone who has joined us over on Twitter Spaces, feel free to hop over onto YouTube. We are gonna have a brand new episode of FedWatch coming up shortly. So stick around and as always, use code YTMAG to get 10% off of your conference tickets. So me and Chris Alamo, my producer and co-host can keep our jobs post-conference. Thank uh, you guys. Stick around guys. It was good. Peace, bye. Hey stream. I guess I'm going to stop the uh, Twitter space thing. <clears throat> this thing is so hard to get. All right. Ah, I thought that was a nice talk. I, I think that it was great that we could do it, you know, longer. And I love that the interviewers just let us do our thing, man. Like, it's so much easier to just have a real conversation with somebody than to have interviewers, like, grossly, like, you know, uh, messing with it. I thought that was wonderful. What's going on, chat? Uh... You guys that uh, went on the spreadsheet for the Pulse X and Pulse Chain sacrifices, actually it was just Pulse Chain sacrifices, sheet had a bunch of errors on it. So we're releasing a tool, if not today, tomorrow, hopefully, that will have your address, Pulse Chain, Pulse X, each sacrifice event for you guys that had more than one, what the ratio was, uh, you know, what the dollar value was, all that stuff. And then there's also a feature where you can sign statements that say, like, you know, I don't know, this is my comment about the address or whatever. Uh, yeah, so that tool looks good. Like it's already done. I want them to be able to sort. I want you to be able to see the info without connecting with MetaMask, which currently you need to. And I want you to be able to sort by date so it's easier to match up with the uh, PulseX lead and Pulse Lead XYZ website. And that's basically the two features that I want to see added before uh, it gets released. It's looking great. I mean, everyone's having a great time with the bridge, having a great time with trading on PulseX, adding liquidity, removing liquidity. Uh, you know, we just had a big update to the nodes where they just work better. 
so slashing works better and uh it's like everything's going good I'm really happy with how it's going and we've what else so basically like making amm bot maybe run against uniswap v3 banker 0x balancer those kind of things and then sack balances and that's it like we go to mainnet so it's it's really close it's really close <clears throat> yeah i uh i hope you guys all enjoyed the debate for you guys that may have missed uh, when I was saying where you should go, you should follow me on Instagram, instagram.com slash richardhartofficial, twitter.com slash richardhartwin, youtube.com slash richardhart, uh, telegram, t.me slash hexcrypto, pulsechain.com, pulsexcom, uh, Richard's Calls, SciVive for my free self-help books. What else? Yeah, so world's largest free airdrop, get a free copy of all your coins on Ethereum. You'll be able to bridge in your ERC-20s, pair them with your free PRC-20s to do yield farming. You'll also receive an extra incentive token in addition to yield farming rewards, in addition to fees. Uh, what else? There's going to be so many coins. You're going to have Pulse, Pulse X, Pulse Reward Token. I guess it should be called the Pulse X Reward Token. Uh, Hex on the Ethereum chain, Hex on the Pulse chain. That's five coins right there. I'm excited. Very excited. It's going to be cool. <laughs> uh, thank you for helping remove financial stress and support my family. My pleasure, man. Um, I feel really good about that debate. You know, I got this list of like stuff I wanted to say, and I think I got to all the stuff. Maybe I missed the hex.com space diamond. I, I bought the world's biggest diamond. I might have forgot to mention that one. Oops. Uh, what else? It's got 555.55 carats, which kind of matches the 5,555-day 5, maximum stake length. But I think I hit everything else, man. Yeah, really good. Really good job. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm happy with that. <laughs> uh, anything cool in chat here? My screen is, like, all dim. Like, I don't understand why my screen is so dim. Like, I just don't have enough light in the room. Let me go look at that real quick. Let me go see if I bumped my uh, my brightness. It feels dark here. Man. Turn the light up. Should I go turn the light up? I don't know. You like my new silk Burberry outfit? It's a couple thousand bucks. The shirt is huge. My God. This is a 3XL and it's like, it's just gigantic. I mean, I guess it's built to be really baggy. Maybe I should get an XL, something like that. Eh, doesn't look bad. I don't know. No, it looks dim still, dude. I don't know. What do you think, chat? Screen too dim or what? Did I put any watches in my flex? Any cool new stuff to show you? I kind of pointed this up, but it keeps falling lower, man. I swear to God, the start of the stream higher. I think it's like losing tension over time. It's irritating. I'm going to have to crank it up. Crank the, the tension on it. Lumbar support pillows. Yeah, dude. I should get more of these. Maximum pillows. When stablecoin double? We'll stay, yeah, you'll get double the stablecoins. We're not going to be able to redeem them for anything. And they have admin keys, so people could invalidate, like the admins that run them could invalidate them whenever, but it seems risky for them because they might get sued. You know, I don't know. I'm just reading the chat from you guys here. Richard, it looks normal for us. All right, cool. Well, it's all right. Can you show your watches on camera? Sure. But I have to remember where the focusing point on this is. Here, let me, uh, so if you're a watch guy you're supposed to take your rings off before you take the watches off because it scratches them a bit I mean, these are soft metals these are like very precious metals these are rose gold this is a million dollar rolex bracelet and this is just about as awesome 
I think you can pick this up for like 300, 350,000. This is also rose gold, GMT. I don't have eyes. I love it. Now for these to really sparkle and for you to see how cool they are, you have to, for these to really sparkle, you actually have to put them out of focus. And then you see all the cool colors and the refractions and all that stuff. If they're in focus, you don't actually see it. So they look, they don't look as exciting without the, uh, I don't know, since I got so many of you guys here, you want to see some more expensive watches? I'll just make it fast because some of you guys hate this stuff. Oh, wouldn't that be funny? Ah, let's check this bad boy out. There we go. I don't know how to get it to focus. You want to see some more? I'll show you some more. <laughs> it was more fancy before that one. That one went on a dive because that one's got a leather bracelet and a very heavy face. It's a little top heavy. Now we know. Now we know. This boy tried to jump out of the, jump out of the boat. Stay in the boat, buddy. Yeah, these are all factory diamonds, so it's really top heavy. I mean, I could show you some more, but they're not as expensive as all this fancy crap. Hope you guys like this fancy crap. Yeah, shout out to the uh, Bitcoin Magazine guys. I, uh, I like debates, you know, and I, and I think it's a way for people to learn. And I think I have a lot of things that I can teach people that they are not going to learn any other way. Oh, everyone's laughing that I dropped my watch, yeah? Well, hey man, it's in the game. <laughs> I did a fake drop earlier and then I did a real drop later. <laughs> the equivalent of dropping a house. Yeah, I never thought about that, but uh, yes. I guess you could buy a house for these. I like being able to say, my watch costs more than your house. Was, there was a movie that was really good called uh, Glengarry Glen Ross. And the quote from that movie was, my watch costs more than your car. I'm not doing my best Alec Baldwin uh, impersonation. But uh, I think my watch costs more than your house is an all right one. But hey, if houses keep going up, then uh, I won't be able to say that. Why are you wearing two watches and you set the time on none of them? Eh. I don't set the time right on any of my devices. I keep all the times wrong because I post a screenshot. I don't have to worry about doxing my location. <clears throat> Let's see the hex diamond. I don't think I'm ever really going to be able to touch that. I think it's just going to go straight to the, uh, to the vault. But I have to like organize for them to take pictures of it because I want my own pictures that I own, you know? So we'll see how that goes. What do I think of the latest Bitcoin pump? Yeah, it's basically this dude uh, raised $2 billion from investors by selling him a token, and then he went and bought Bitcoin with it. And so far, he's bought 28,000 Bitcoin, like maybe 20,800 Bitcoin. I've been watching the address. And that's uh, maybe two-thirds of what he's going to deploy. I think he's got a total of 2.2 bill to deploy, and he's deployed like maybe one, 1.1 bill, I think. So I guess maybe that's half. He's like halfway done. Ever tried psychedelics? Not really. Not into it. I like my brain the way it works. That was an expensive airdrop. Oh, lol. Nine custody diamonds trash. Yeah, I hear you, man. Uh, I hear you. I can take custody when I want. Can I have a watch, Richard, pretty please? Bro, just go buy a, a Casio for like 10 bucks. Tells time better than these. Will the ratio trading period for 26 hours be like you said in the French AMA chat? Uh, the market sets the ratios, man. So... I mean, we're just not going to have bridges for probably the first 26 hours. Just make sure everyone locks in their zero valuation. Why does my table look cracked? It is cracked. Crappy table. Looks cool. It's glued up though, so it shouldn't fall away apart. Say hi to Portugal. Hello, Portugal. Uh, can you talk about wallet creating? Yeah, just hiring guys to build a wallet. It's not really that much to say. Interviewing devs. Will VPN protect against remote assets, Trojan? No. 
they're unrelated. I mean, unless your VPN is evil, then they're related. But like, otherwise, just don't get zero date or click weird exes or run macros on Word documents or PDFs or Excel sheets or, you know, and you know, I mean, you could look up endpoint security and read some guides on it. Trying to lock down your endpoint. What else? Will it be a testnet three A? I mean, we can just release the testnet privately and know that stuff's going to work. So we don't have to to do the full public thing. Um, and there's been upgrades like behind the scenes, like us upgrading the node infrastructure to work better didn't require a fork. So we didn't have to make a new network. So like there's not, I'm not sure if we really need another test net. Depends. It doesn't hurt to have one. It takes maybe a day or two to do it. And it's probably worth a day or two. Why not? You know, it was really good, Richard. Thanks, man. Hello from South Africa. Thank you. <laughs> Richard, can you be king of the world, please? Hey, if the a job is open, I'll take it. But I don't think the job's open. Am I going to release a book? Bro, just go read the books I've already got. T.me forward slash Sivive. S-C-I-V-I-V-E. <laughs> like, there's one called Sivive. There's one called Fix the World. Go read them. Hey, Richard, thanks for everything so far in advance. It's, it's uh, weird. I already feel rich by listening to you. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you so much. Are you going to announce Snapshot before it happens? Yeah, I'll give you a range. New Bearberry shirt, true. All right. Well, guys, I've had a lot of fun. I'm going to go do actual work now. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Haven't streamed with you guys in a while. Uh, I've wanted to. And now, you know, killing it. Killing it. Everything's going great, man. Everything's awesome. Well, okay, almost nothing is awesome, except maybe some Tesla cars, this new NVIDIA chip, the new AMD chips, and... Uh, the stuff I'm building. Everything else mostly sucks. Um, <laughs> always a pleasure, guys. Pulsechain.com. Go test out the test net. Actually, the links, so some of the links need updated to V2 links. The links at the top, those V2 links are all fine. They say V2B in them. But some of like the hard-coded, kind of like hyperlinks and the text and the body didn't get updated. So someone is going to have to update those links to have V2B instead of V2 in them. And then they'll work as well. And yeah. Thank you so much for viewing. Uh, please follow me. Richard Hart went on Twitter. Richard Hart Official on, in on Instagram. See some cool pictures there.